You are now listening to a proud member of the Disney Podcast family. Go to DizPodcastFamily.com to find more on this show and other great Disney podcasts. Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 126. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I am a legacy pass holder. My name is Mark, <laughs> one of the co-hosts here tonight. <laughs> I just threw it out there. Uh, Man. Sitting across from me is another legacy pass holder, the trail master of puppets himself, Udi. Good evening. Good evening. Yep. Uh, sitting to the left of me is nobody because that's where Jess would sit. But again, uh, for those of you wondering, she is taking classes. She has a big essay due tonight or this weekend or something. I'm not sure how. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of the inside relationship I have with Jess. Okay? Yeah. We don't, I don't hide very much, but many, many people know that her and I are really good friends. And Jess and I are not really good friends. No, you're acquaintances at best. Oh, that's not even true. <laughs> He's making that up. Anyway, um, she uh, FaceTimed me out of the blue the other night. And, I mean, that isn't rare. I mean, that isn't odd. Mm-hmm. And so I, the only thing that made it different than, than I, I can think of the last few times we FaceTimed is that she was FaceTiming facetiming me from her iMac oh yeah. and then i felt like i was in inside out <laughs> you know yeah because i'm like okay am i in your brain looking at the mirror and her her expression was i need help <laughs> oh yeah and i kind of like okay what's going on and it was about schoolwork and so we talked we probably stayed on for like an hour talking on Facebook. oh that's good and but i, I i'm i'm in my mind i'm like i'm 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 in inside out right now mm-hmm Looking at it because her face, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel you. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, she is being uh, very diligent with her things and and good for her. Good good for her, yeah. So we're going to keep on moving and she will be hopping in whenever she can. Her and I had a lengthy discussion on said FaceTime uh, session and we did. We talked about, you know, how we're going to work through everything. So, um, yeah, well, yep, we're going to keep on moving on. Yep. She's, you know. Absolutely 100% part of the LTP family. Yeah, not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Um, it would be hard. That would be a hard chair to fill. Oh, I'm not even going to entertain the thought. No. It's not, it's, so it's, it's not a thought. No, she's just, no. like I said, she's busy doing homework, and we know there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, 
I mean, and we got to keep this thing going because I think still we need to, we got the, the LTP family, it just keeps growing. We got like, yeah. three, I met some people last night. They've joined, um, we did a live chat part of the show. Yep. And we're going to get together, with, I guess, at a, a local restaurant. Soon. Yeah. We, 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 we got to do that quick. Um, yeah. And then we have another, another thing that happened this week. Yeah. Then we get a couple of uh, new. Patreons? Yes, we do. We got a couple of new ones. Thank okay. you for yeah. the both of you. Um, you will be getting our thank yous yes. coming at you pretty you quick will. here. You will, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but before that, I realize some of you may have not heard the show before. Um, so welcome. Thank you so much. You, I hope you find the water warm. Uh, sometimes it's a bit rocky, but it's warm. <laughs> um, it's usually we, me jumping up and down like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are, you know, first and foremost fans and lovers of the park and very protective of the park mm-hmm. and everything that's that it's involved with that. Um, but that being said, we're very, very truthful about stuff. Um, yep. And uh, so that's where we are. That's why we'll never be in any Disney official network. <laughs> no, we will not be. Um, <laughs> uh, that's but, okay, though. Yeah. I'm so, okay with that. Um, if you would like to support the show, you can go to leaventopodcast.com and click on the Patreon link. We make it really easy, $1, $3, and $5 tiers. You can do it one-time payment or monthly payment. And for that, you get to be on the show, uh, and you get some cool LTP swag. Um so we may have a second generation of things coming out at some mm-hmm. point. We're starting to talk about that. Um, we uh, let's see. You can also buy a T-shirt at uh, tpublic.com. All the information is on leavingtodaypodcast.com. dot mm-hmm. And follow us on Instagram. We have a link tree thing on there where it has all the stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So definitely feel free to do that. Um, and whatever platform you're listening to us on tonight, today, this afternoon, if you can. Can you please leave a rating or a star or a review or something? Um, whatever it is, it, it, um, we're on all of the, all the major platforms, and I know there's a mechanism for that. That would help us out a lot mm-hmm. to get more listeners. And, yeah. and yeah, thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. So yep. tonight we have a special guest that's returning to the show. It's Sam Carter. Uh, we love Sam Carter, um, and hopefully we get to see him soon down in Wonderground. Yeah. Um, if you guys have not. Um, done any research on him or don't know who he is, check out our previous shows with him on there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or he'll also give you his credentials as where you can find him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could talk to him. And of course, we have the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tonight's opening question. Tonight's opening question is going to be, uh, Udi, would you rather that they focused on... Um, Mickey's Runaway Railway first or Splash Mountain? You know, yeah, really good question. Let me circle back. <laughs> Let me circle back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> Next question, Moody. Um, <laughs> um, no, okay. Um, uh, you know, for me, it would be uh, the, the railway, the runaway. Um, yeah. Uh, again, the main reason being that we, we've talked about it in the past. Splash Mountain, for for me, is not a necessary change. While I'm not particular, particularly annoyed by that happening, and I think the idea is that we've, we discussed prior on the show when we did talk about it as a full um, topic, we all kind of agreed that it can be done really well. Yeah. Um, but um, that being said, that isn't a hot hot button issue. That one having that brand new, 
um, would be far better and something I'm much more interested in. And then, after talking to our friend Joe from the DU and the All Aboard podcast and... The Mando Show. The Mando Show. And the Disney Tiki podcast. And wait, I'm missing one. The hot, the, the beer one. Anyway. The beer one. Anyway, so after talking to him, he... I, I'm, I'm recording with him tomorrow um, for the Mando. But um, I haven't had a opportunity to talk to him about exactly. But his words were game-changing how good that attraction is because he wrote in Florida. I'm very curious. So I'll be picking his brain tomorrow about it. So for me, I'm like, he okay. He said that me. was game changing? Well, I, I think maybe that that was his exact word. Okay. Words. Okay. So I'm kind of like, okay. We rode Rise together, buddy. Like, I was there for your first ride on that attraction. Yeah. And I saw you crying. Um, I don't think it's going to be that. I, I mean, obviously. But we'll, we'll find out what he means by that. I will. I will. And then uh, I'm sure he'll cover it on his show, uh, all part of the Disney Podcast Family Network that we're on. Yeah. I hope I got that right. Sorry. Sorry, Corey. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in knowing Joe as long as I've known Joe. Yeah. When he said that, I kind of went, really? Like, that made my eyebrow. Because yeah. prior, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, we, I'll go. I'll write it. Of course, I will, too. And I was never going to be that guy who was like, I'm not going to ride that. Um, but he made that comment, and he was live, and I, I jumped in, and I kind of went, really? So that comment from him made my eyebrow go up and raise up with, huh? Okay. So, yeah, now I, I kind of want to, and again, take full opportunity of the closure and rip through that bad boy. Yep. And, and get it done. That way, whenever the park reopens, yeah. June, July, April, May, June, May, May, June. Okay, in there. Um, anyway, uh, whenever it does reopen, we'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, Splash Mountain, you can put it on the back burner. Uh, I think you have been of the opinion that it, it's going to be a while before they get to that. I think so. And I kind of went, okay. I mean, I, I, I didn't think so, but it could, it could work out that way. Who knows? I mean, we are not privy to that big boardroom with the plans that the Imagineers have. I wish I was. Right. I would have a field day in that boardroom. I would love that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll find out. So I, I'm kind of like, I, I, I again, without having the opportunity to talk to him yet, I want to I want to dig out. I'm going to go talk to him and try to dig out more info um, as to why he felt that way. Okay. There you go. Yeah, what yeah. about you? Um, Are you going to have to circle back? Circle back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I say something funny, but I'm not going to. I, um, <laughs> no, uh, I, you know, I was going to make a mean comment, but <laughs> I want them to focus entirely on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway mm-hmm. Railway for now. Mm-hmm. Get that done. Uh, just because, uh, well, you know, if I had my my plans, if I was sitting in and in, in, you know, Team Disney Anaheim, I would say, well, do we actually need Toon Down anymore? Yeah, We've I, had that talk, and you know my opinion. Yeah, I, I know it's no. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd love to see a fantasy land pushed out there. Think about that. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, but but uh, but right now we got Mickey's Runaway Railway, mm-hmm. and I'm actually glad we have something new, brand new in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we well, got Galaxy's Edge. That area, no, but that area. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, it's definitely not my jam, but I, I am looking forward the, to the technology to see how it plays out, to see what new things we can experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a slow loading attraction. Is it a, does it take a lot of people? Uh, um, I don't know. Um, so, uh, and then with Splash Mountain, I think, um, you know, that, that can be put on the back burner for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree. If the park opens in the summer, they're not going to shut that thing down uh, because they want people on there and they just want people to get back onto yep. it. And, yep. and just think, Disney, of all the merchandise you can sell on Splash Mountain's Last Ride Ooh. or whatever and all this you know, w- Would you, now there is a good spinoff, would you buy any of that? Buy what? Any merch. Like, I mean, thankfully, mm-hmm. due to a great, great, Supporter and friend of the show, we got our last ride, um, our last checkout shirts from Ooh, yes, from Tower. Yes, and I love that. And I wear it to this day. I was wearing it the other day because I pulled it out. I'm like, yeah, and I put it on. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, she took it and I said, fine, that's <laughs> I know. She well, uh, you know, she loves you it. Get, you're not getting mine, okay. Um, but thank you for that, Patrick. Yeah, we um, have that special shirt, t shirt, um, and um, I. You know, I, I for me, no. I, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, Splash Mountain for me has not that significant. Mm-hmm. The only thing that even really ties me to that is the fact that the America Sings animatronic. Yeah, that's a good the point. That, that's a good point. So, again, I, I, I brought it up before that that was one of, and remains to this day one of my mom's favorite uh, attractions and we were funny enough we were talking about it maybe last week week before yeah and we brought, we brought up a lot of stories because we we're sitting around the table with my niece and my two nephews and we we're talking Disney and I'm like I, I had that moment like that little tear like yeah this is why and unfortunately because of everything my niece and my nephew have not been able to go nearly as much as I would have tried to pull them with me. Like, yeah. let's go. Um, but yeah, so, but that attraction came up. America Sings came up, the whole thing, and and, and that antique room came up. Sure. So, but yeah, that would be the only thing. Like, if they gave me something with that animatronic on, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to have to get that out of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably be like, here, Mom, for you. You know, oh. here you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, again, she would, and I know my mom would love that. But anyway. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, no, there would be no nothing that I can think of that would okay. be, make me want to buy that. But funny enough, though, Tower of Terror, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would, it, it would be a game time decision for me. I'd have to see what the what the design looked like. If it wasn't busy and if it was mm-hmm. kind of classy, I would probably, I'm, I might consider getting it. But yep. I don't know. Um uh, I, I probably not. I, like I said, I'd have to see it first. I mean, in mm-hmm. a, a T-shirt would probably be something I would get, um, or maybe a coffee mug or something. I, I, I don't know. Coffee mug might work. Yeah, for you. Well, for me too, even. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yep. All right. So that's the opening question. We're going to circle back to any other questions we have. Okay. Later. <laughs> um, and so that's how the format goes, listeners. Uh, we do the news, opening question, news, and then usually we have one-on-one with Jess and then the future presentation. Ah, uh, but you forgot one. The randomizer? The randomizer. The randomizer will be, we're doing that with Sam tonight. Yeah. So we'll, he hasn't heard that, I assume. So we are. That'll going, be fun. Yes, we'll see how it goes. We're going to throw that at him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so with that, let's get to the news. You listen to me now. 
talking about things that you do not understand. All right, so here's the news. Let's get to it because there's a lot of it. Um, the very first item is I do need to make an update to last episode's um, news when we talked about the Rainforest Cafe being repurposed uh-huh. as a Star, not like a Star Traders, but like a launch bay type of thing. Yep. Um, there was some other news that came out with that. They had also said that maybe that could be a, a cantina for mm-hmm. downtown Disney. Yep. Um, so we, I failed to mention that or I overlooked it or something, so my apologies. Uh, but that actually was an interesting thought. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Would, would that work outside yeah. the park? Yeah. I think the one thing for anybody who hasn't a- experienced Ogas yet. That's me. Everyone raise your hand. Mark, raise your hand, done. and then I will look at you with pity Yes. and laugh a little bit. Okay. Point a finger. Too much? Yeah. Now I'm pointing to. You're pointing to. Okay. Um, and then I'll and then I'll go, look, you guys need to go. Anybody once we get open or make a trip to Florida, um uh then go in. Uh and so I'm happy. I read that, I'm like, that'd be great. I would totally be down for that because the vibe in that bar is amazing. I love it in that bar. I the only negative is that I can't. You can't really hang out there because they try to move people so quickly. So if I get a place where I can get that vibe, mm-hmm. where I can go and like chill, mm-hmm. like we've been going through the park, we've been going through the park. We're going to go when the park is open. I'll go there. I'll be positive there, and then we're walking and we come down to the to, to downtown Disney. Yeah, and if that is there, and I can have that very or. Not the same, but very, 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 very close. Then I wouldn't mind going in there, hanging out there, and I would feel like the the rush to flip a table won't be as high, I would hope, and then we could hang out. And if they have that vibe there, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if for anybody who's been to Ogas, you feel me. You understand what I'm talking about. For all those who haven't, you know, you may not you may not fully get it, but I think if you're a fan of Star Wars and more and and really beyond Star Wars but theming, mm-hmm. you would enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. And I'm, you you yeah. don't think that take away from uh, the Galaxy's Edge experience? No. Okay. No, because again, it it will hopefully what what we've been talking about. We talked about it prior the rumor mill beginning to. Ran, uh, to kind of float around, being that they're going to break away from the timeline and being locked into that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't care. The, uh, me being a, a Star Wars fan, I'm not going to get mad at more. Mm. Some might. Yeah. I can think of two people right off the top of my freaking head real quick who would be like, <sighs> but I'm going to tell them too bad. Too bad. Um, but... Um, but overall, yeah, I, I have no problem. I think they're going to, you know, again, do it th- thematically really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then if I can get Jet Juice out there, ho, 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 even better. Jet Juice. Oh, my God. I love that drink. Oh. I love that drink. Anyway. I'll have to try that one. The next oh, yeah. Time there. When we go, I'm like, get two and get two. I already know which ones you're drinking, Mark. You don't even know. I'm going to order for you. I want the like, one with the makes your mouth numb. You're going to get, uh, you're gonna get a, a, uh, fuzzy, a fuzzy Tauntaun. And jet juice. Okay. That is what you're drinking. 
your two drink max is met right there. Oh, it's a max. Yeah. You okay. Can only get two. Okay. So that's on. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think I'm all for this. If they can repurpose that into like a um, forest base with a cantina. Yep. Yeah, that just it adds yet another place I want to check out in downtown yep. Disney. And then again, the the main the main one well one of the other factors that will apply is we need more mm-hmm. making taking advantage of an empty building and getting people back to work, getting CMs back to work. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Um. So the next news item is uh, the Disneyland Resort surveys guests on different membership options that will replace discontinued annual passes. Um, So as you guys have known, may have known, uh, an email went out to select uh, legacy pass holders now. Um, I did not get one, but it it had a a bevy of options that you could choose from, and I like the fact that they have a lot of options. Now, I don't know if it's going to be presented as a cafeteria style, you pick a plan sort of thing, you mm, mix and match. Yeah. But um, there are different things that, that they had, different categories with different variables in it. Um, so, and some of these terms that are on here are things that I want to talk about real quick because some of the things like, okay, one passport has calendar dates um, that you can choose from. Uh, one passport, I mean, they all have them. And then... Within that, they the reservation window varies between passports, um, and then reservations held at a time vary, and then anytime reservations vary. So, and then there's other terms like blackout dates. We know what that is. Uh, mm-hmm. Blackout tickets, friends and family tickets, merchandise discount, food and beverage discount, uh, special event tickets discounts, parking, max pass, unlimited photo pass, blah blah blah. And then the prices. So let's um, – some of these terms may be confusing to you, so I'm going to kind of break it down for you. There's a good little chart I found. Um, so a calendar is – we all have a pretty good idea of what that is, right? It's reservation dates and blackout dates mm-hmm. on a calendar for annual passports that will vary by pass type and theme park. Uh, more green days on a calendar mean more days available to mm-hmm. make reservations. Mm-hmm. More gray days on a calendar mean more blackout, blackout yep. dates – Blockout dates, days when admission would not be available. Yep. Um, what's a reservation day? An advanced reservation would be required to enter one or both theme parks, Disneyland or DCA, yep. on these dates. The number of reservation days varies by the pass type, and reservations can be made for one or both theme parks. Reservations are subject to availability. Okay, that all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, blockout days, what's that? Admission will not be available on these dates. Okay, what about what's the reservation window? The number of days in advance you can make a reservation. As each new reservation day falls within the window, reservations will become available for that date at around 7 a.m. Pacific time. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Reservations held at a time. Um, The maximum number of reservations that can be held at a time during the reservation window You'll be able to make another reservation once your first reservation date has passed or if you cancel an existing reservation. Which is what they have done, done in, in the, the past. past. Yeah. Um, so there might be some confusion about those other two topics. I mean, other two categories, like a reservation window, when I said the number of days in advance. So um, as point of reference with the Disney Flex Pass, they introduced this with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had 30 days in advance. Mm-hmm. So we are sitting here on July, uh, sorry, January 31st. So we could only go to like February 28th right yep. now. Yep. So 
But they're saying there's patches that are like 30 days out, 60 days out, 120 days out. So if that's important to you, that could be a more premium thing, a price. So I don't yeah. know. Um, I necessarily don't need to plan six months in advance. I don't either. Um, so I'm not willing to pay that. But I think nope. anywhere between 30 and 60 is something I might consider. Um, I, for me, being that we I ran in that 30-day, yeah, it, it is no problem to run in a 30-day. Right. I mean, that... You oh, what what I did yeah. was I always looked like hey I want to go to the park that date mm-hmm. and then the minute that hit on the calendar thirty days yeah. I went to reserve yeah because then if it was gone for whatever reason I yeah. couldn't get in then I go okay well I got to alter sure and then everything went off of that so whenever I planned my trip it was okay I want to go in this window mm-hmm. the first thing i did was get that reservation yeah secure it yes once i did that well i would prep everything like okay i would i would look at this is where i want to stay this is roughly the window and where i want to be how much is that going to run and then being that i fly yeah (laughs) i've gotten flack for that lately that's that's fine fine. i don't care Uh, (laughs) um but um that I would I would look at that, mm-hmm. check flights, and then kind of have everything prepped for when I could go. Okay, and then once I hit that and I got my confirmation for the reservation, then boom, then everything else would happen. Then I would finalize the the hotel, finalize the flight, and then done. We're done. Yes. Yeah. So everything was just prepared and then ready to go. And then if for whatever reason I couldn't get in the park that day, then it was like okay, alter. But yeah, I, for me having a sixty-day window, mm-hmm. meh, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay any any extra at all for a bigger window of time. Okay. So thirty, you're fine with thirty. Yeah. Okay. I, I I know it well, and I can operate within it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and it's good because once you know those dates, you'd lock them in, and then if things change, you can take it. You're yeah, not penalized. Yep. You, I yep. think you penalize it within a day. Um, even then, no. Um, maybe where I don't remember exactly the stipulation with that, but. I don't think it was that bad. Okay. I could be wrong, but I, I just don't remember being like, oh, my gosh, what a – if I don't go, I'm going to be – you know, something bad's going to happen. I, right. I just don't Disneyland Police will get you. Yeah. Um, Goofy's going to come out. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So that's the reservation window is how much in advance are you willing to settle or not settle with. Um, the maximum number of reservations that can be held at a time – um, that means like – That one – For that us – one would be more, more of a um, – uh, what was the word? A more of a. What's the word I'm trying to say? I don't know, but I can tell you with the AP with our, with the flex pass, you incentive. Two, incentive. Yeah. We had two of them that you could do, right? Mm-hmm. So you get maximum two two days or two reservations at a time. Mm-hmm. But let's say you wanted to go Tuesday and Wednesday, so you couldn't get Thursday. But in this case, in that scenario, if Thursday was a green day, um, you're in. You're in basically. Um, but if one of those days that you wanted to go was a, was a, was a blockout day or like a reservation day, mm-hmm. then what you could do is go to, you can go, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. but as soon as you click in on Tuesday, then you have another day opens well, up, right? Isn't well, that how that no, worked? No, the way it worked was they had the good to go day. You good to go, Dave. You good to go, which no reservation. You could just walk in, which is what I did. Uh, often would be like I would make my reservation for Friday, Saturday. That way, that was locked in. Fly in Thursday. Yeah. 
then go to the park at night and be there for mm, maybe two, three hours, just walk in. Yeah. I think there was one time I walked in by myself. I, I'm trying to remember exactly what trip it was, but, and then I went in for two hours because nobody was there yet. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I went and, um, and, uh, then that is what I do. I would have my reservation for Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Friday would hit. I would walk in. And do my confirmation for Sunday because I always thought even though I, my flight was until Sunday mm-hmm. night, then if I, for whatever reason, couldn't get Sunday, then I'd be like, okay, well, I'll go hang out downtown Disney all day. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That'll be fine. Or try to get into DCA. Luckily for me, I never had that issue. I oh, I Every time I tried, I got my third day. Uh, yeah, you were lucky that way. I, every single time I was there, well, I'm going to be here three-quarter day at the park on Sunday because my flight is, you know, we'd always push the flight out as late as we can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that is the way it operated. And I'm, if they give me that back, I'll be more than happy because I will play in that because I know how to do it. I know how to work it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, so that's a that's something that they're going to have, another variable. Mm-hmm. Um, another category is anytime reservations. The number of reservations that can be made anytime regardless of reservation availability um, for example, if a reservation day is already full, you can redeem an anytime reservation to obtain a reservation for that oh, date. That is actually kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, if we wanted to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and for some reason Wednesday was all jammed up, mm-hmm. we could redeem that. Yep. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, that one. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Blockout day tickets, separate theme park tickets that can be used on days you are unable to access the theme park due to your past types access calendar. Um, blackout tickets will still require a reservation for entry. Hmm. So are you able to, does that mean you get one or are you able to buy one? Uh, don't know, huh? I don't know. But um, that's the verbiage is kind of very vague on that. Very yeah. vague. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh. Um, okay. I love this one. Friends and family ticket benefits. You can, uh, if you have this, you can get a one day park hopper tickets. That um, is great. Uh, for your friend or family. And I'm guessing at a, at a reduced rate or something. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a reduced price on a oh family and friends discount benefits. Yes. Yeah, so reduced yeah. price on a one day to five day ticket. Great through idea. Pass holder. Yep. Great idea. Through the Disneyland pass holder ticket store. That's a new item. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's cool that they would yeah. do that. I would pick that. Um, I would. Here's another feature: merchandise dis- merchandise discount. We that's we know what that is. Yeah. Food and beverage discount, and they had different selections. You get ten percent on this, twenty percent on this, thirty percent. Okay. So depending on how much more of a discount you want, the, your premium will go up. All I care is about Rancho. Rancho, as long yeah. as it works at that. Yep. Okay. Um, parking benefits could include. Oh, what am I? I missed one. Special event tickets discount. I love this. Oh, hey now. Discounts off of separately ticketed events at Disneyland Resort theme parks, like the Oogie Boogie Bash or the Disneyland After Dark really? events. Yes. Ooh. So her, you get like 20% off of those tickets. That would be great. Yes, that, that, would, that is pretty good. Yes. Depending on, on what they're asking for that pass, man, yeah. that is pretty good. If you're planning on, oh, man, that... Okay, they kind of got me with that one. I, know, I can't I, lie. I can't. No, I'm going to lie either. Yeah. Um, parking benefits. Uh, parking benefits could include free parking each time, use your pass, or a discount um, on the daily parking rate. Um, so there's that. Uh, maybe. Right? No, I don't park. So yeah. anything parked for me is automatic. Like, eh, whatever. Right. Um, but I get why people would use that, obviously. But yeah. Yes. 
Uh, this one will be a slam dunk for us is the Max Pass feature. Okay, what do you got? It just says that the Disney Max Pass feature includes the ability to make Disney Fast Pass. Oh, you get, you get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if we have that option of. Well, you, we, we had that option before, right? Yeah, but you. You have to buy it as an add on or something. No, you can't. No, the Max Pass was an add on. It went from 10 to 15 to 20, from if I recall correctly. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it's been a minute. Anyway, um, and then, but there were passes that offered that. Um, the tier above what we, the flex, was, I believe, is where it began. It could be wrong. Then, you know, for those people who have the uh, signature with cheese, that it was there. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's something I would pay extra for it, having my thing. I, I mean, um, I think we talked about that prior, like a year and a half ago. About that, about how um, the max pass and how high we were willing to pay for it per day, and I think we all agreed like twenty bucks was like well worth yep, it. Yeah, sure. And uh, I, yeah, if if they want to kick it up a few bucks um, a month for mm-hmm. including max pass, that's gonna be one I'm gonna be like okay. I would highly consider okay, that. Okay, you got me. Yeah. Yes. Um, dedicated entrance. We okay. You know it's funny because I'm like we talked about that before. Yes. I think I brought it up where I'm like, you know, if the AP and I forgot in what context, but we did bring up the fact that uh, uh, AP only entrance would be kind of cool, and kind of, yeah. and then we kind of and then we also talked about where we would put it. What did we, I don't even forget. Where we, we over it right when you're coming off of. Uh, Harbor, is it? Yeah. Harbor. And then you come in where they have all the security. Second you hit security, you hang a hard right and go right there. <laughs> right at that gate all the way to the right. Yeah. Cut in right there. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you could go all to the gate all the way to the left. But then I'm like, well, then why am I going to walk all the way over there? Yeah, sure. sure. I'm an AP holder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to go there. But yeah, I mean, you could go to the right and just right there, one gate. Boom. There you go. AP. And then, you know, what wind up happening right now would be that line would be long. No, I'm kidding. It, yeah. it won't. But um, that I won't. I personally don't need to pay more for that because no, I don't need to have need that. that. It would be cool, but I'm not going to be something like, here's my AP. No, I, I, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, you know, again, it, one of those that, okay, cool. But am I going to be mad if it never comes to be? Nah. Nah. I definitely wouldn't pay extra for that. No, I wouldn't either. I, I, you know what? I will stand in line and talk to people because you meet the coolest people you in do line. you we, always do yeah absolutely you do we always do we well we always do <laughs> um we like this is not gonna matter to either of us um unlimited photo pass downloads yeah no i'm good i'm good at that yeah um <laughs> <laughs> next uh i'll circle back on to you i circle back on circle that back on, okay circle back to me on that one uh rewards program as part of the rewards program you can collect points based on park visits as well as spend on um, merchandise food and beverage points can be redeemed for special merchandise mm. that's interesting huh well you know for people who don't know um there are certain things you could do that with um mm. Games and whatnot on the on the on the um, the app this on the app, app yeah. on the play app. I mean, I did that for uh, Rise, and I got a pin that you could only get and have access to if you went through all of it, and you can still pay for it. But I did. I got that pin, and I gave it to Thirteen because she is an avid pin collector, and I knew yeah she would not be getting that pin. 
and it wouldn't have access to that pin. Okay. So that is kind of cool. That has been out there, you know, already. And for it to come back and, and maybe get bigger, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, I, I I thought it was fun. I had fun doing it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So those are the categories. So so within that, there's different price ranges. They're going in from three ninety nine to fourteen hundred. Um, so I think I have an update on here. Um, I'm going to read it to you. This is an update of the 27th of January. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Disneyland Resort has been closed since March. Yeah. With no definite schedule to reopen, Disney Parks announced the, um, the suspension of its annual pass program mm-hmm. earlier this month. A new annual pass membership program is expected to launch upon the reopening of the resort. Mm-hmm. However, as the global p- pandemic is unpredictable and complex, so is the answer to the question of when Disney will roll out its new annual pass program. So um, we did a live chat before this. Yes, something will be available from day one is my guess, but it may not be... Um, uh, it may be like one or two options. Uh, and I made the comment on the live um, chat that I think they're going to roll out a, a few and basically adjust as the market demands. So you have people going, you know, if they're going to have a low volume of certain passes being mm-hmm. bought, then they may go, okay, that pass isn't hidden with the people. We're going to move it. I don't expect them to drop nine different passes at the beginning. They could, but I think that would cause a massive headache for many, many oh, people. They don't need that. They don't need any more headaches no. than they're already given that the government has already given them. I'm not going to go any further, further than that. But with that, I don't, I don't anticipate them doing. I think you're going to get four, and I think they will manipulate and move as they feel the numbers are telling them. Yeah. And I, I made the comment on the live chat that we will. I feel like we're going to wind up landing about four to five. Yeah, I think so. They have too. nine. They'll trim them out. Maybe, maybe pair some up. Like, and they're going to be be prepared, everybody, to be surveyed a lot when you go to the park again. And I'm going to make this recommendation for all of them, all of these folks who walk by and don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stop. Do it. I've done every single one that they have. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Mark, you've been around. You've been there yep. for plenty of them. Yep. Every time I get a survey from Disney, whether it be at the park or in email, I fill it out. So never just walk by them, folks. Just stop for a moment and tell them because that means they're actively seeking information. There is a good point yeah. for you to be able to, in a one small way, mm-hmm. have your voice at least logged in for sure so i fully anticipate once that becomes we're gonna and whatever ap that we fall into that we're gonna i i i'm pretty sure we're all gonna wind up back onto that um whatever we fall into be prepared to be answering a lot of questions and don't and i just keep on suggesting suggesting that you do not shy away from them let people let them know Give them your input. Give them give them your opinion on what is going on, and then hopefully we'll we'll, we'll get back to a point where we're fine, and every, and we will. Yeah. Uh, okay, listeners. Uh, our next news item: we are actually going to break protocol here, and uh, we're going to kind of combine the future presentation with the news uh, because uh, the way the time is working out. So we're going to go punch into Sam, um, and the next time you hear us, we'll be with Sam. All right. Sit tight. And now for our feature presentation. 
Hey, LTB listeners, we are doing our feature presentation right now. We are joined by one of our good friends here from the LTP. It's Sam Carter. Hey, Sam. Hey, yes, indeed. How are you? Hey, we are doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm really good, really good. Just got back from Florida, so I'm a happy guy. Oh, you were in Florida, huh? Mm-hmm. What, what I ever, know. I don't... Whatever were you doing there? <laughs> you know, it's fun to travel during a pandemic. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, since our Disneyland was closed, I had to go somewhere, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. The real the real reason was um, I was invited by Disney to be uh, a featured artist at the Festival of Arts at Epcot. I, dude, uh, I... Um... It was so envious. Not envious. I'm so proud of that you got to do that. And like, mm-hmm. like we know this guy. Uh, he's <laughs> out here representing his craft, and he's doing the thing he loves, and he's meeting yep. cool people. Yeah. How cool it is awesome. it? Yeah. How how I was kind of uh, vicariously I, through you a little bit. I pretty much had to pinch myself every day. Um, yeah. Because you know, I've, I've been doing art with the Wonderground at Disney since 2013. Um, I had a, you know, a few signings with them over here in California, mm-hmm. but you know, when I was working on four new pieces this past year, like, you know, when quarantine happened and everyone's, you know, working from home, I was cranking out some new art for Wonderground, which so that kind of worked out well for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working on that kind of stuff, um, the invite came, the carefully worded invite came out over the summer if I wanted to, um, participate in, in the Epcot Fest of the Arts and, I've never been to that festival. I've been to Food and Wine, and I think I've seen maybe some the holidays one. Mm-hmm. But the Festival Arts, I knew they'd been doing it for a couple of years. Turns out this is the fifth year of it. Okay. And I knew I'm like, I always wondered like how how do you um, be a part of that? Because it's just it's too way too cool. <laughs> yeah. And um, mm-hmm. so yeah, the dream come true. Yes. And I was thinking this was like probably August. We were talking about it, and I'm thinking, yeah. January, February. I'm sure the pandemic will be done by then. Uh, yeah. Let alone at the height at the height of it. But you know what? Um, we took as many precautions as we could, and we we head head down there, and it was honestly, I felt perfectly safe the whole time. I felt safe on the plane. Oh, cool. I felt safe on in the parks. You know, the parks. I don't know if it's if it's accurate enough, and it, it kind of felt like it. But they're saying it's a 35 percent occupancy. Mm. So mm. the parks are pretty empty. You know, and I, there's some like kind of uh, pockets where you could kind of feel like it's getting a little crowded. You just avoid those. Um, but as for the festival, you know, Epcot's my favorite park. Um, I mean, I'm a big DCA stan, but uh, Epcot's always been like my favorite. There's just so much to it that I that I love. That's mm-hmm. so unique about it. Yeah. And and then to you know I, to be invited by Disney, they gave oh, me yeah. a, a drive on clearance. So I was actually driving my car backstage, parking behind the showcase oh. <laughs> pavilions. I, and I had this rent a car. There was like a big black, uh, ta- um, like a Tahoe or something. And I'm like, I just felt like secret service. Like I've never felt cooler. And, um, just to be a part of that meant so much. Like I was really pinching myself that I got to Disney set you up with all this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, man. No, no, I, I, I paid for the car. I paid for the rent a car. Oh, man. I wasn't going to ask you about that. But, yeah, <laughs> I, but that's awesome though. That that's great. That's so fun. Okay. Um, so we don't have anything like that out here, do we? No, but I really feel that they're, they've got to be testing the idea of okay. it. You know, they're, because the food and wine festival and festival of the holidays is getting more and more at DCA. Oh, I love until, that. Yeah. It's everything, everything stopped. Right. Yeah, but yeah. like, it just seems like the festival, of the arts for DCA is the, a no brainer. It, mm. It's gotta be the next thing. I I haven't heard anything personally. I'm just hoping, I know they did have a, a Wonderground tent out there by the little mermaid ride of, of you know, for the different festivals they got yeah. going on. So yeah. they are getting more and more art into DCA. Plus they have off the page. 
mm-hmm. and you know that kind of stuff. So I, I think it's a matter of time because it's it's obviously successful, it's obviously popular, um, and people out out in Florida, so many people have told me that it's like their most favorite festival, and that that means a lot because food and wine is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that they have all the artists, and I think um, one of the comments I heard a lot was they were really surprised that they had as many artists out there as they did. They they weren't sure because you know there haven't been that many. Um, scheduled meet and greets of this type of, type of thing in in a while, at least since you know the parks reopened. Yeah. So people are just grateful to get out, and um, it was socially distanced. You know, they, we had our markers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, the the only this is the the funny part though is so I went out there because I think the festival started on January eighth, and I had four pieces that were premiering. I did a um, Carousel Progress piece, Tiki Room piece. Um, Drawing a blank. Uh, Tiki Room, Carousel Progress, Country Bears. So I did a big owl piece and I did oh. the Muses from Hercules. So it's four really fun pieces. And when the festival opened, uh, it was, you know, everything was super popular. Everything was kind of flying off the shelves. And for the next week before I went out there, I was getting all these messages from Twitter, from Instagram, from Facebook. You know, people I didn't know were just contacting me however they could. They were hitting me up on my website, like asking, saying, hey, you're you're all out of artwork. How how can we get your artwork from Epcot? Mm. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be there in a couple of days. I'm sure they're just having a reason. They have a reserve of it, you know? So <laughs> yeah. when the artists come out there, they have something to sign. Yeah. And I went, and I went out there and it was all gone. Like, oh, wow. I didn't, any, I didn't have any artwork to sign. Oh, geez. So, so kind of, it's like a, it's a happy problem. So but, what, what kind of media are we talking about? Are these eight by tens or are they 12 well, by? No, they're, um, um, they're different kind of like proportions, but, um, there's canvases that were pretty large, maybe like 24 inches wide. Okay. Okay. Those are canvases. Then there's prints that were maybe about like uh, 12 by 16 ish matted. Okay. And then um, and then postcards. And then ironically, some things were put on uh, phone cases, which uh, I've never had that happen before. Mm. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, so so they did. Did you get to choose what? No, format? they get to pick all that. They um, they being Disney. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, so I, I create the artwork and we go through that whole process, which it's almost a year of like coming up with the idea, getting the approvals process of like, um, you know, if there's any adjustments needed, so it's a little bit um, designed by committee as yep. far as the legal goes. And like, cause if you're doing anything with Marvel or Pixar, they have to chime in on it too. So it's, it's kind of tricky when you do that. But for this one, it was, it was a really smooth process, not too many changes or tweaks on anything. But um, they decide with the artwork, and it's funny when I um, when I create stuff. Like for example, the um, Carousel Progress piece, it's a little horizontal, and I kept picturing it on a T-shirt. I'm like, oh. this has to be a shirt, right? So I'm kind of putting that into the universe, like make it a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think they saw how popular it is, so maybe we'll see that on some merchandise. Oh, cool. That'd be yeah, really it was good. awesome. So oh, yeah, the great. tricky part is I showed up and there was. I only had a few muse prints left and everything else was completely gone. So now I'm doing like guest recovery. Um, people are coming up all bummed out saying, you know, we flew here to buy a tiki room print and it's gone. Oh. They're all bummed out. And oh. I just kind of, I started feeling really bad. So I, the next, after the first day of hearing that, I drove to Michael's out in Florida, bought a pad of paper and I just started, anyone that was really upset, I just would sketch something for them. I uh, saw that. I saw cool. the, your, yeah. your custom things. I saw your <laughs> yeah. daily giveaways, right? Yeah. Was, that, it turned into that. Cause yeah. I, I had a drawing on deck in case someone was bummed out, but then I thought it'd be really fun. Cause I love at Disneyland. Some, I don't know if you ever noticed some artists do like, um, art drops 
over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, so they'll they'll maybe they'll make like a five by seven art print, but they'll put it in like a clear kind of protective thing, and then they leave it in a flower bed, and then they'll take a picture of it and post it. Yeah. And like you know, as hardcore nerds, we might know where that flower bed is and go, Oh, oh, I'm, oh yeah, I'm gonna get that. Yes, right? yes, yeah. And especially, just it's a lot of fun. And I'm like, I didn't see anyone doing that at Epcot. And I'm like, that would be really cool to do. But, you know, it rains every day. And I didn't have any clear coding. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's all I need is to make something really cool and it just gets trashed. Okay. Or, or some yeah, yeah. tourist finds it that's not really in social and I never hear about it ever again. That's what's kind of cool about it. It's like when, out here when we do it at Disneyland. Yeah. They post, the, they post it and go, hey, I found it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many locals here compared to over there. Oh, anyway, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I decided to kind of do like a secret word thing. Yeah. And the first time I did that, I didn't think anyone would even know, would even do it. But it's funny, like I did it every day and the very first person every day got it. Some people got, some people got there at eight in the morning and I oh, wasn't wow. even going on until 11. Oh, so they were oh. like not messing around. Wow. How cool yeah. is that, man? Yeah. So, wow. Okay. So, um. So the the format, um, having never been to such a thing, is it kind of like the food and wine festival here, where there's kiosks set up for yeah. different artists, and you just come up to it and. Yeah, I was oh. kind of. I didn't know what to expect because I'm only familiar with you know those, those other festivals, mm-hmm. but um, for this one, um, they had some bigger name type artists scattered throughout the world showcase area for the most part. There's some stuff in Future World, but Future World's such a um, construction mess right now you know with with the new extreme makeover it's going through oh yeah but most most of the art tents are in world showcase and i was part of a wonderground tent which is great because mm-hmm. i'm really stoked to be a part of wonderground and so i i'm more than happy to be a part of that and they're in their their set and a lot of the other artists like uh you have jared in there and, and dave and jason there's so many really great artists that I, that, I, that I get to hang my stuff next to yeah but um so they they had a, a different person from wonderground um, there each day, sometimes a couple a day mm-hmm. and just kind of nice little setup right there. Awesome. Yeah. We were by Morocco. I was right between Morocco and Paris. So I was hearing bits and pieces of each music the whole day. And <laughs> <laughs> I like the Paris BGM a lot more than the Morocco one. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. Right. The BGM for sure. Um, did you sort of see where they, where they're going to put that Mary Poppins attraction or walkthrough well, or. I went, I went over there to take a look at it, and yeah. I heard that was totally scrapped. Like, nothing's oh. happening with that anymore. Yeah, which oh. is awful because they dragged out Dick Van Dyke at the D23 to have mm-hmm. that big kickoff and all the chimney sweeps. And Yeah. Don't tell Dick Van Dyke that whole thing was for nothing. No, but, you can't tell him that. Wow. Yeah. Well. But, you know, it might be wow. for the best. I, I, They never really announced what it was, and, and I d- definitely don't know for sure. But if the rumored speculation was it was almost like just a spinner. Like it wasn't a no. dark ride, wasn't like that. So, oh. what was cool about it though is they were, they were going to build Cherry Tree Lane. Like, oh yeah, that, that. that yeah, yeah. would have been great. Yeah, that would have been great mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the picture I posted of Poppins? But like Mary Poppins was behind it. it was, was really, it, it was. Was it, it was on really your cool. on your Instagram? Yeah, she just happened to be um, meeting in United Kingdom at Epcot, and I'm like, and I was walking that way to take a picture of it, and I'm like, oh my god, what a cool background. So that that was pretty neat. Um, let me see that and see if I can find that real quick. Um, loading up right now. Yeah. All this art, uh, there's a lot of art. 
Yeah, I see your I, I see your nice cocoa one that you did. That's awesome. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, so awesome. That one. There it is. Yep, that yeah. one. So so cool. So this is a piece of art you would give away. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. So the stuff that you were selling, what um, what what's the price range we're looking at for this kind of stuff? Um. You know, what I didn't. All the prints were sold out. So I really oh, that's right. Yeah. The, but the prints were, but I think the prints were going for 50 bucks, I oh, think. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's the artwork, which is, you know, slightly smaller than the canvas, but it has a really nice mat to it and it's ready to pop in a frame. So I think that was maybe like 40 or 50 bucks. Okay. But the canvases were going for, I think, um, either 299 or 499, depending on what size they were. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some of those, I did see some of those sell, which was good, but most of it was totally gone. And it's funny, too, because you can find it all on eBay right now, too. So it's kind of like, mm. great. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. But, Thanks, everybody. Um, yeah. Okay. But, but they should be getting more shipment in. Uh, it just it didn't come when I was there, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. So so you had Carousel Progress, uh, the Mushes from Hercules. Yes. And uh, Big Al. Big Al, mm-hmm. Country Bear. And what was the fourth one? Tiki Room. Tiki Room. Mm. Really cool Tiki Room thing, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and you wrote the – and you did them like a year ago? About well, no, um, the process started a year ago. I'd say like last January, the, the way it worked is I, cause I, I have a contact over there and I was just kind of like jonesing on all these ideas. And I had about 20 ideas that I sent them. I'm like, we could do this and this or this or oh. that. Just, kinda just saying, Hey, let's, let's do, cause I just finished, um, a couple pieces of the, another country bears piece and a phantasmic piece in 2009. Mm-hmm. So early 2020, oh. I, I wrote them and I'm like, Hey, here's 20 more ideas. Tell oh. me your favorite ones. Let's do it. And then they wrote back and said, we like these five ideas. Oh. So the, it's, the, it's the four ideas that, that we came out in the festival and then a fifth one that I can't talk about yet. But okay. oh. it's, it's cool. Cool. Yeah, so that, that was my question was, uh, do you have like free reign of what you want to draw? Oh, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. I, from the start, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, that's what's so cool in the difference between Wonderground and the Disney Gallery, right? So if you go to Main Street and you see the Disney Gallery – a lot of that stuff, for the most part, is very on model. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like this is the attraction, or this is the character. This is how Mickey looks. But with Wonderground, it's really nice that they they allow artists to give their own style to it. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily on model, and you know I struggled a little bit at first with them because sometimes I'll I'll try to do something on model, but it doesn't really come out that way. It, it kind of looks like my own style. And it kind of it almost gets in an uncanny valley in a way where it's not on model but a little bit off, mm-hmm. so it kind of looks like a little little jarring. So it's it kind of really taught me to like, all right, you know what, I'm just gonna lean all the way into my style and not even worry about what's on model. Yeah, it, it, I had a bunch of hiccups that way on, on one piece especially. Okay. So it, I thought I learned it learned I learned a lesson when I was doing that one, and I've been having uh, way more success just do my own thing and my own look. And I think that's what um, people start recognizing. And when people come and tell me like, Hey, I, I recognize your style. I saw this right away and I knew that was yours, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, that's, you want people to have that style. And that's the hardest thing as an artist too, is to like identify what that is. Cause sure. you know, we're all, you get so much inspiration from other artists. Um, you don't want to kind of lift anyone's look, but you're definitely like inspired by, man, I really like how this one artist does this. Or I really mm-hmm. like how this artist this kind of texture um for example like glenn brogan is one of my heroes i did some art shows with him at gallery 1988 i'm like this guy gets it 
But like, even if I tried to do his type of his style, it, I, I can't because it's his, right? Like, it just doesn't work. It, it's still going to come out with my style. It's going to come up with my look. But then there's like another artist like Luke Flowers, amazing artist, right? And I've done some shows with him too at Gallery 1988. And like, he has like such a, an amazing like brush technique on all this stuff. And his is, he's all digital too. So it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of like you become, you know, whatever you're inspired by. Right, mm-hmm. right, but, right. But you're going to put, it's going to have your own look to it which is great, but it's definitely inspiration. And I, I hope I inspire other people to kind of do their own art too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, well, we can't do it as well as you can, but yeah. I, I <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, do you think you would like to do more attraction based art or uh, character driven? Uh, hit it right on the head. Oh. No, I am, <laughs> I am cause I'm, I'm a big WDI nerd, right? Like yes. I'm all about imagining and the different attractions and the different parks. And yeah, I like the movies too, but um, I think I've had the most fun and the most success with this set of paintings, even though the muses were definitely part of that. But mm-hmm. that kind of that, I feel that kind of tied more to my parade background, working the Hercules parade at Disneyland rather than because I feel connected to Hercules in that way. Yeah. But with parks, you know, um, I grew up at Disneyland. I, I, oh. I before it shut down. I was there every week. So if I could um, do something on the parks, I'm way more stoked. But I had to pick something that was. Um, for the most part, they like when you pick something that's on both coasts. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if, if you were to pick one thing that is just at Disneyland or just at Florida, they might not necessarily be as excited to do it. They, they might do it. Mm-hmm. But, like, for example, I really want to do an American Adventure piece for Epcot. Mm. And because um, I love that. That would be cool, movie. yeah. It's like, And I, I got to the point where I, I really only want to work on stuff that I'm passionate about. Like, I'm not... I, I can't even think of an attraction I really don't like. Like, if I really had to force myself, like I don't like the Utopia, or I don't like the Tomorrowland Transit, the the, the not the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. But, and I wouldn't really want to do an attra- uh, an attraction poster based on that, right? Yeah. I wouldn't do something I'm actually into. But at the same time, there's so much haunted mansion stuff out there. There's so much pirate stuff. Like, I'm gonna try to pick something that's not as not as done. Like I might do one of those eventually, yeah. but I'll have to make sure, how do I make sure that mine is doing something that's, that hasn't been done before? Yeah. Right. You know, cause there's, sure. there's different elements. Like I, I have, a, I have some ideas what I would do for Haunted Mansion. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot to that attraction. You could pick <laughs> yeah. a lot of things. Oh yeah. Focus. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then with that, it, it's fine. Cause it'll, it, it works for both, both coasts. Mm-hmm. Right. But like some challenges happen, like for the, I did a phantasmic piece and I don't know if you've ever seen Florida's Phantasmic. It's a little different oh, in California. Yeah, it's a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So like when I thought about what I would want to do for a Phantasmic piece, the first thing I thought of was the Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, can't do that. Can't they do got that, that yeah. popsicle stick looking thing that comes out at the end over in Florida. Yeah. And, um, so I'm like, well, let me just focus on the dragon. They both have dragons. But for Carousel Progress, that worked out because that used to be at Disneyland. So you have like the throwback mm-hmm. nature from the West coast and it's currently at, at Florida, which is great. And even cooler is that it, it also played in New York. Like I, it, I, I realize things about attractions when I'm really like, kind of like thinking about it hard to do these pieces on mm-hmm. it. Um, not many Disney attractions have been in three cities. Do you know, it's kind of cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a few, there's, there's only like a handful of those <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. For real. Especially like the world's fair ones. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, wow. Okay. Gotcha. So attraction based. Yeah. 
Man, well, because I'd love to do someday. I would love to do an attraction poster, like in the tunnel. Like that's definitely a bucket list. Goal, oh yeah. Right? Oh my so gosh. I, I which of, which one would you do? Oh yeah. If good question. Good question. Oh my gosh. Well, to be honest, I'm still waiting for an attraction poster for anything from Guardian uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Ah. I can't believe like here's like the biggest expansion in Disneyland history, the biggest ride, the best ride at Disneyland. Yeah. And they don't have an attraction poster. I know, right? Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't get it. Maybe a mock-up. Maybe you know. Maybe you gotta. You can make one. Make one up and then submit it to <laughs> well, them. It's funny. I I did I did that already. And I, <laughs> and I photoshopped it into a photo of the tunnel, and I'm like, hey, check this out. I love <laughs> it. People thought people thought it was real, but I'm uh, like, no, I'm just messing around. Messing around. But um, I, I I had some ideas that made it look like it was. Uh, from the 1960s era of attraction posters, but yeah. it was for Millennium Falcon. Oh, and like, cool. It was almost like, like this, the Star Wars land was always there. Like picture it having like a 60s vibe to it. Yeah. It, it's pretty fun, but you know, I just got to make sure I, I, I stick to the Wonderground stuff. Oh, for but sure. It's hard to, it's yeah. fun to mess around. So your unofficial answer would be something from Galaxy's Edge? Is that your answer? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing something crazy and random like america sings or just something that you know yeah. yeah it's long gone but yeah america sings would be cool or um i don't know something like that i think i'd be down for that i'd be down for that we were talking we, we were talking about it uh earlier about how um the only tie that i really have with uh splash mountain splash is the animatronics that are from america sings that are yeah. in there yeah 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 do you think that's going to survive the next cut of uh, Princess and the Frog? No, they'll they'll be gone. I mean, I think we we talked about it. I don't know. Some of those animals look a lot like it. Well, no, yeah, we, we yeah, no, yeah. we we did say that there are a few spots where they could probably repurpose them and remove them, but I think a lot of them are going to find the uh, the back lot. I think. <laughs> we'll yeah, find we'll out, see. yeah, but that's the way I feel. Oh, they could be at the Van Eaten Gallery or something. Oh, they, <laughs> or there. Yeah. Yeah, They're chomping at the bit for it, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure yeah. I, I, I can't wait for the Princess and the Frog thing. I've I've been kind of like talking about that idea from since before they even announced it. Because, oh. like, New Orleans is my favorite land. Yeah. And and it's it's kind of stinks because it's, it's so small and you can't really expand it anywhere. However, if you turn Splash Mountain into a back bayou mm-hmm. and then, like, Splash Mountain becomes Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Then it's like it, it it makes the the coolest land even bigger. It's just almost like a bayou version of it, right? A back bayou. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that. But that also means though, Winnie the Pooh does not fit in the swamp. No, it so doesn't. Let's, let's finally get rid that. of Winnie the Pooh. And have I told you what I think they should replace that with? Oh no, I want to hear that. I want to hear this. Um, hold on, let me take a wild guess. Take a wild I, guess. What's in the swamp? Alligators. Right. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, swamp. What's in the swamp? Let's let's stick with the frog theme. Princess and the Frog. What's another frog that lives in the swamp? Um, Udi. I have no clue. Is it, I'm well, liking well, my is it mind. From the my... movie? It's from a movie. Yeah. It's from the movie. No, not from Prince and the Frog. Oh, oh. okay, okay. I'm like, my mind went to, you know, another the, fr- the, the jazz playing alligator. Another frog um, that lives in the swamp. You're not talking about Yoda, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, um, but it no. is close to Galaxy's Edge. I know. Yeah, you were saying that, that's that why you went there. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what is a frog that lives in the swamp? Kermit. 
Oh, that's right. They do own that, don't they? Oh. They do own that. So oh. I, what I would do is do like a, <laughs> a ride-through version mm. to Rainbow Connection. Oh. oh. <laughs> Have uh, as many animatronics as you can. Oh, you know, I, I'm going to go with uh, no. <laughs> I'm not a, I, you know, I'm not a Muppets guy. <laughs> Me uh, either. I mean, I grew up, I, no, I grew up, I grew up watching it, but I don't, in the park, I, I'm like, it's DCA. It isn't. Disneyland. That's the way I feel about Muppets. I, I love them, but yeah. But but to your point, Sam. I gotta I, go, you guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I was like, I thought you were serious. <laughs> no, but to your but to your point, I, I think that would be actually really well well received over there. I mean, that's a really the, good idea. Thematically, it fits. For you sure, know, it does. I mean, there's got to be some presence. Yeah. Any any um, you know, different division of the company. Right? Sure. And sure. Like, here you have a swamp area. There's no Muppets representation anymore, and then you have like a, a frog-themed swampland. Anyway, it'd be kind of cool. For sure. And yeah. Get, and get rid of that crappy Winnie the Pooh. They they killed the country bears. So. Ah uh, yeah, it. you know. So or, so then are you talking that they just like renamed Critter Country to like the the Back Bayou or something? That's what I would do. Okay. Yeah, and that's, I haven't heard anything officially, but I'd call it New Orleans Back Bayou the whole thing, because um, I don't think in Muppet movie because mm. they showed the swamp, I don't. I don't think they say it's necessarily Louisiana or anything, but it's definitely mm-hmm. the South. Yeah, yeah, it's the South, yeah. Well, I think we talked about it before when we talked about the retheming uh, of Splash, of that Winnie the Pooh is now, you know, non-effectual and doesn't fit at all, and they need to go back and redo that whole entire area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what becomes the Hungry Bear? I think it gets remodeled into Tiana's. Okay. And, and we and we talked place. about that, yeah. We we totally I, I agree with that completely. I think they could do a really good job with them with doing that. It'd be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean it's already two stories. There I mean, so many things that can can pop off in my head about how that would look. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Wow. Okay. Uh, we go on and on. There's, yeah, yeah. there's so much to talk about, right? There is, I, I, there is. Yeah. Um lots to do with art. And I want people to be able to get your art sometime on their own and how can they do that well the the hardest part is right now it's just available at epcot okay um there's some prints that are available at the wonderground but as you know the wonderground here in anaheim shut down recently for a star wars store that's a news that we're talking about real quick yeah okay okay but rumor is obviously that it's coming back but i haven't heard officially it's coming back i've heard people talking about it coming back yeah because when when they said something about it coming back, they talked more about spirit jerseys than they did the artwork. So I'm concerned. Yes. I also heard, I heard a rumor that it might just be Avengers camp merchandise until Wonderground does come back. So I don't I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, right yeah, now with I think bottom line is I think it'll come back. Okay. Much merchandise for Avengers campus. I get it. Well, but you know, let's, let's get some art back. Well, no, I, and I agree. I think we talked about it last show uh, that that. If they do, in fact, uh, that the rumor mill has that they may open up uh, the Adventures Campus for walkthrough. Did, um, you, did you hear that too? Have you heard that? I haven't. I haven't heard it, yeah. but I've assumed that yeah. that might happen. Like I, I kind of wondered if the first time we see Avengers Campus, it's when the park's not open yet. Really, yeah, yeah. part yeah. of the yeah. Because they want to start. They need to start making the Pim Kitchen dollars. You know what I mean? Like they could open that right now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many, many things they could be moving with, and and I, I would, I would think it'd be kind of if they in fact do uh, do the walkthrough for Avengers Campus, there would be no reason to have more merch out in, in you know downtown Disney, but. Um, right. And then they would open back, you know, Wonderground because that is m- one of Mark and I's favorite places to go. I mean, we would go every Two. trip we make. Yeah, every trip we make, we go there at least once or not twice. To the Wonderground? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a, such a cool vibe. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I love it in there. The second they opened it, I knew. I'm like, i got to be a part of this yeah, group. For sure. I'm very um, so it's hard because your stuff is in like high high demand. It's hard to get a hold of right now. So, but 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 they will be able to go to Wonderground. Online? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Eventually, eventually, all my art will be at the Wonderground West Coast too. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up at the off the page too. I'm kind of okay. like waiting to hear. It. So I haven't been um, for a, you know since I left the Florida to DCA, and I, I have a feeling it might show up in off the, off the page. But it's, okay. it's funny they don't really tell, tell us. But you figured they would. The tell reasons. You. I know, right? Well, there's there's a lot of artists. Yeah. Um, and then um, I think it's just that waiting for the park to open, really. And, and in the meantime, hopefully they they do some kind of festival like Knotts does, because I think DCA is really mm-hmm. built for that. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if we kind of just held tight with Disneyland um, when it's when it's able to open in a normal kind of capacity. Fine, do it then. But in the meantime, I think Knotts really paved the way to to do a really cool festival. I mm-hmm. hope DCA follows suit. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. I um, have not got a chance to experience that Knott's Berry Farm um, since it's been closed. But, but to see you, – you went down for the festival, right? Yeah, I did each one of them. Each one the, of them. Uh, the taste of Calico was great. It was just uh, Calico, the ghost town area. Yeah. And then it was the um, taste of Knott's, so all the Knott's was open. And then it was the Halloween. They did a following yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually got all the Knott's Scary Farm decorations out and decorated the whole park in Halloween. <laughs> and then um, there was no monsters and no mazes, but mm-hmm. still it felt it felt good. Just the smell of fog yeah. felt like some kind of normalcy. <laughs> totally, yeah. And then um, the Christmas one was really special too. And th- we knew the numbers were kind of getting bad. You know, when Christmas was coming and I knew I'm like, if I want to see this, I better go the first weekend. And I did. Yeah. And then like the next week they shut it down. So oh, geez. It's uh-huh. such a bummer. And yeah. how far are you to drive from your house to Knott's Berry Farm? Um, not too far. I mean, um, I'm seven miles from Disneyland. <laughs> so it's just like a little bit further. Yeah. To Knott's. Yeah. Yeah. Knott's was actually my, my very first job when I was 15. I was a sweeper there. Oh, really? So. Like I'm, I feel like it's not far because I used to drive there every day to sweep, sweep oh, the trash. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely like one of my my first loves. Awesome. Even though it was, I only worked there for three months and I hated the job. But <laughs> <laughs> I love knots. Right yeah. on, right on. Okay, so people can go to Wonderground when that comes available, when your art becomes yeah. available. Okay. Um, so moving on, uh, we got the news we're gonna talk to you about with the Jungle Cruise and a couple other things, but. Let's talk quickly, or let's be quickly about, gosh, twenty years of DCA. You are the oh, you are the you are the DCA guy. Um, I am. So, what's that? I'll I'll definitely own that title. Oh yeah, because like, you know I I worked in the '90s at Disneyland in the in the parade department, mm-hmm. and sometimes we were just you know we were known in the park as just drivers if you needed some some to be driven somewhere. So we would drive to the studios sometimes for people or we would do stuff like that. Well, when they started construction of DCA in 1998, um, I would give tours in one of our big shuttle buses. Yeah. 
the, the one of the shuttle buses that we had a special license to drive, which is parade performance backstage. Well, we started doing tours of the construction site. So I was driving. I mean, I even got the shuttle bus stuck in in a puddle of mud <laughs> in the middle of what, what turned out to be Paradise Pier Lagoon. Like I ah, drove in there. Cool. Like, oh, jeez. Go down there, and I and I got with a bunch of people in suits. I got the people. And we were just stuck. Well, I had to be pulled out. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I saw that place turn from parking lot to just dirt to opening day. Awesome. Okay. Okay. And I, and I'll admit it it sucks. <laughs> DCA 1.0 it was it was bad. Um, There's elements that were good in it, but mm. I'm I'm glad it sucked because it got us to where we are you now. You know, 2012, and when they re, when they rededicated, which I got to be an art one of the art directors for the rededication when we opened Buena Vista Street in Carsland. Oh yeah. Um, so that was right around the time. That was a, one of the last big things I did that summer when I left the following fall. So I. It was a really good kind of like ending to my my time as like uh, doing events and stuff. Yeah, when, when I was in TDA. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so yeah. So twenty years on, and that that park has changed a lot in mm-hmm. twenty years. Um, I don't think any other parks has changed as much as that has. Like yeah. think about the entrance. The entrance alone. Like, oh yeah. What Disney park has been completely had an extreme makeover like that. Right. Yeah. I can't think of. Well, I don't think any of them really. Um, did Hollywood Studios in Florida have have a change? Didn't they or something? Um, well, yeah, they had a major change with. Um, they knocked down a lot of the back lot. In oh, the Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, you know, and they, mm-hmm. some more sound studio stuff for Toy Story, but the entrance is is pretty much exactly the same. You know, the, mm-hmm. most of the park is, but it's it's funny. So once they opened California Adventure, and I I think just because it was an exciting time to be a cast member. Yeah. You know, we see this thing being built. We know it's not Tokyo Disney Seas. We, we knew it wasn't like something like that, but we were still kind of excited to yeah. open up this park. And it was almost like we knew it. I even I drew this thing back in the day. There was like this baby teddy bear that was left on Mickey's doorstep. It was kind of just a symbolism of, oh. hey, this baby grizzly bear is going to grow into something bigger. Like it's just the oh. seat. Mm. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like it was my way of expressing like, hey, I know we're excited. And it's cute. There's some Soren's great, Screaming's great, Grizzly's fun, um, but like, this will be better later, right? It's yes. gonna take some mm-hmm. time. So, yeah. Um, and it's one thing I've noticed when I visit different Disney parks around the globe. I've been to all of them except for Shanghai. Now look at you. And like, when I go to, um, <laughs> when I go to, uh, like, even when I went to Hong Kong and Paris, you could tell compared to going, like, you go to Disneyland all the time, the trees are a forest. Like, you know, you could look at Frontierland. Those trees are just massive. Yeah. But when I when I went to Disneyland Paris, I could I could tell that the trees were only about 25 years old. You know oh, what I mean? Like you could, in, a, in a weird way, they're big, but they weren't Disneyland big as far as trees go. Yeah. And when I went to Hong Kong Disneyland, yeah, the trees were even smaller. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it really you could tell at Disney Park how old it is because of how big their trees are. And that's one thing I've noticed with DCA. Yeah. Is like when you when DCA first opened. I remember I remember seeing all like these pine trees that they're planting around Grizzly, and I'm like, man, this place is gonna look really cool, and it does. Yeah. If you go there now, yeah, it is kind of foresty on that that road that goes around Redwood Creek area. Oh uh, yeah, I think that particular area might be one of the best themed areas of any Disney Definitely. park. I mean, in Anaheim. Hundred percent. Yeah, especially that that pathway that goes um, like the smoking area by the San Francisco looking bathrooms mm-hmm. that goes mm-hmm. down. 
behind the grizzly queue and then yeah, the drop right there. Yeah, yes, yes. I always get bummed out because I'm a huge Country Bears fan, and there's like this cave right there that says like Eureka on it. Yeah. And I've always kind of thought, I'm like, that cave, I wish they just built a theater in there, and that was the new Country Bears. Like, it would have been perfect. Absolutely. But anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm definitely with you. Um, <laughs> so on one, we're going to go off on one quick tangent before we get back to D.C., but you've been to all the Disney parks. Um, and, dude, yeah. I, I was laughing so hard. I watched the video of you walking through Nara's Dreamland. Oh my god, dude! And I saw it, and I was I was I had my headphones on, and I was laughing when you go, "Yeah, this is basically a, a nightmare." And I go, yeah, "My oh, god, dude, true. that is is the right word for this place." <laughs> <laughs> it was. What the, the heck is it, going on there? You know what? It, what's funny about that is it, there's so much of a crazy history. So if anyone's listening that's interested in Dreamland, Google it, <laughs> oh and god, like it's a nightmare. <laughs> find out what like where it came from because there is like a story there that ties to disneyland where they it it was almost going to be like the first official japanese disneyland like there's a really cool story there and there's there's some documentaries out there um i think defunct land may have done something on it but um uh <laughs> sorry hey kitty hey kitty <laughs> i gotta get some get him off of here <laughs> no problem uh anyway, so, so um <laughs> it's okay so, um, yeah, like there's a little bit of a history there. And I didn't know that till after I, I went there. But the, the whole park was in disarray. You know, didn't, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you think? I didn't feel safe on the roller coasters. Um, it was just kind of like felt really mom and pops. And like I remember like that night I felt so bad for laughing at it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. I, I kind of got a little humble and I'm like, man – what a what an ass I am! Like what a snob to be like laughing at something that's not as good as what I'm used to. You know, like we're yeah. definitely spoiled with Disneyland, right? It's the best theme park in the world. We are. And then here I'm going to like a, literally a knockoff. Yeah. And um, I just felt like shit because I just thought <laughs> there I didn't see anyone else. I saw families that are having a good time. Sure. And that might have been the time of their life. You yeah. Know? And that's their that's their Disneyland. It they, is. They love it. What it is. Ha, have um, you seen that, Udi? Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta check it out. Okay, check out Sam's walkthrough. You're gonna, you were gonna laugh. Or you're okay. gonna go, what am I watching? Yeah. Okay, but so I, I started a YouTube channel, Carter Sauce, uh, Carter Sauce Theater. So check out there and look for the Dreamland one. It's yeah, a trip. Yeah, Car- yeah, Carter Sauce. I think it has my, the most views. It has the most views out of all my videos. <laughs> oh, we have, you have the cool. We have a couple cool uh, monorail videos of you going through oh, yeah. like um, indie being constructed or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> um, but it, but the one thing about Nara Dreamland, if you were going to build your own Disneyland, this is pretty much how it would look without yeah. without like the skill set. You go, OK, well, this is what I this is how I think the Matterhorn would probably look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really looked like it imploded upon itself. Like, wow. <laughs> and, the, yeah, and you could because I was dating this girl who was working in Tokyo at the time. And that's that I got to stay out there for three weeks oh. twice. I went out cause she was doing, um, one of the, she was friends with Ariel in the Tokyo Disneyland show. Okay. So, um, I went out there, I had a free place to stay. And so when yeah. I went out there, um, you could hear our reactions, both of us, you just hear like, yeah. cause you're walking down main street and then you kind of like it, the Matterhorn or what, what, whatever that mountain was comes in your, to your prefer- peripherals. Yeah. And you just hear us both go, Oh God, what happened? Like, 
because you're used to seeing the Matterhorn in the same spot, and it just yeah. it looks like a, it's falling apart. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And that they're and Jungle Cruise. That cat, there's like a cat that looks like it's on his deathbed oh. walking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> That's great stuff, man. <laughs> great stuff. <laughs> the Nara Dreamland Podcast, episode number one. <laughs> um, so, but the next year it shut down, which is not really surprising, right? So right. It shut, yeah. it, sat, it shut down the next year because that was in. Oh, no, that was, that was 06, mm-hmm. spring 06. And I think that next year it shut down and it was left abandoned for 10 years. Is this wow. still- and that's when the, oh. the real videos were out there that people would break in and oh, yeah. do some really cool like urban exploring in there. Oh, I love and, that stuff. Yeah, but it's all it. level. It's all, it's all knocked down. It's all gone now. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Darn it. Okay, well, that's <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. Our dreamland. No, 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 Dreamland. Check, check it out, Udi. So, um, okay, it, it's hard to forecast the next twenty years for DCA, but like, let's cut it in half and, uh, or maybe even quarters. Where do you see it, it in five years and ten years? I you mean, know it. I love, I love that question. Oh, well, thank you. You know what? <laughs> um, before I answer that, yeah. I want to ask you. Yeah. Like, what, what would you say? Like, if you had to describe DCA to somebody. Like someone's never been there. Mm-hmm. How, how would you describe it? Because I have a real like I kind of clicked when I was working on a project recently, and I'm like, and I kind of went on this huge thread on Twitter about it. But okay, like how would you describe DCA? Like what's what's the theme? Hmm. What is it, Udi? Um, right now, I don't think we have one. Um, we we've <laughs> had that we've had that that talk before that uh, the original concept was kind of like the love letter to California that has been long gone yeah um, and right now we don't I, I think we have um, the theme of we'll hold on to part of what we had and then throw the <laughs> hodgepodge of what we can yeah. into IP related uh, with the Pixar Pier Pixar Pier and um, now Adventure Camp is coming in I think we have like okay what what IP at least what IP can we put in there that we know is popular and people will like but mm-hmm. doesn't fit in Disneyland proper? Mm-hmm. So that's the way I feel now. There's no real good overall arching you know, theme. You're right. It's yeah. it's it's not obvious. Yeah. But no. Hopefully I hopefully I blow your mind with this. Because okay. I, I, okay. I, I'm I ready. Figured it out. Okay. okay. I'm ready. Um, and it it all it all ties back to when they they introduced Buena Vista Street for the most part. Um, that's kind of like the that's why it was worthy of a rededication. So. You have, it's, let me, let me go back enough in my head. <laughs> Main Street USA is Walt's childhood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We all know. And then in the 30s, he took a train to LA. He landed up in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. first of all, now you have California Adventure connected to Disneyland. Thematically, you have Main Street, the Main Street train station, and you have DCA's Buena Vista Street. That was very important to connect DCA to Disneyland. It might have been, it might be very subconscious, and people don't really like get that. But to me, I, I love that mm. it's a, there's a little bit of like uh, fluidity that goes into that. Right. And then, so yeah, yeah. If if you were to ask, if 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 I was to tell someone what DCA is about, I would tell them it's a celebration of the the Walt Disney Company's history. And you kind of hear that, you're like, what? Like, yeah, you like Disney, you like mm. the movies, you like the theme park stuff. That, to me, as a whole. The park celebrates the Disney Company with a backdrop of California. So, if you think about a hierarchy, it's still California themed in a way, but only as a backdrop. Hmm. Meaning this: 
this is why the icon of DCA really has to be the Carthay Circle Theater. Hmm. Not only did, did Walt get here in the 30s and he, he had a suitcase in his dream, mm-hmm. he's kind of getting started. His first humongous gamble was Snow White. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so here is Carthay Circle Theater, opening night of Snow White. And I really wish they did have like the premiere lights and the limo and it should, the marquee really should say Snow White premiering tonight to really make it clear. Yeah. But like, that was the biggest gamble that he did. And if that didn't work, nothing would be here. Like Snow White was everything at the time. So I wish there was more of an emphasis in Snow White. And I think Snow White should be meet and greeting out front of that. You know, like that needs to be a, a big thing of it. Um, so that was like the, his first big gamble. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I kind of like that. So idea. then you have, I do. You have like a, you have a Walt Disneyland at the, at the doorstep of his second biggest gamble, Disneyland. Right? Mm. So that that ties to it as well so it's like so you're kind of going through the walt disney company's history and it goes all the way up to like even entities that the company purchases after walt right um they they, pixar is obviously a huge part of the walt disney company yeah so well there's going to be a pixar themed area with the backdrop of a california pier Mm -hmm. and that the california part makes sense for pixar because it's emeryville it's it's northern california yeah that that logically makes sense um, and then for Marvel, you know, I wish Marvel was created in California. It wasn't. It was. It comes from New York. However, the biggest character from Marvel, Tony Stark, has a Malibu mansion. He's from California. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. here's Marvel's main character. Marvel's Mickey Mouse, Tony Stark, is from California. So here's the backdrop of California. Mm-hmm. So that's how I kind of look at it too. It's Disney's California adventure or Disney California adventure. It's it, the hierarchy shifted to where it's not California is the biggest word. It's the smallest word now. Yeah. Disney's the big word now. So it's, it's that kind of things too. And, and I mentioned earlier that, you know, Walt's biggest gambles, it's snow white and then Disneyland. Yeah. Like I think like how perfect that, that it's at the doorstep to Disneyland. Cause if, if Disneyland didn't get, didn't work out because that was a gamble too. None of this would be here too. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a little far-fetched, but to me that kind of makes sense of why is DCA there? It's a celebration of the company's history. Yeah. Hmm. That's very insightful. Yeah. It's a little deep, a little deep. It's deep. It it, it might, it might be hard to apply to like Grizzly Peak. Like I could probably pull something out of thin air for that one, but (laughs) maybe, maybe easier when they, um, when they, throw some IP in it, but which, which yeah. I don't mind. Like, I think yeah. there should be like a, a DuckTales overlay or uh Humphrey, the bear and Ranger Woodlore over, yeah. overlay. you know, that kind of, yeah. yeah. that still plays off of it. And yeah. even like with, um, the, see, I would kind of like, cause I really want to change, um, Condor flats or like the, the airfield area. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really think that should be a rocketeer area because Ooh. if you have, Ooh. um, Oh. You have 1930s LA. Yeah. Well, Rocketeer is from 1930s. Exactly. Put the damn airfield next to it. And that like, would be great. That is completely themed. That, it is with an airfield yeah. and an air racer. Oh my gosh, that would be great. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's already canon, really, because if it you, is on Buena Vista Street, you have PV's mailboxes right Yeah. There. So it, it makes sense. Holy crap. Yeah, it really does. And this is where I get really crazy because I was uh, one of my friends, uh, this isn't my idea. But um, <laughs> I did think that this, this part was my want is I, I'm like, I really wish Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway went to DCA, not Disneyland. I don't think Disneyland needs it. D- 
DCA needs it. DCA has a lot of catching up to do. They do. To do Disneyland. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that um, Mickey's Runaway Railway would actually um, knock down Stage 17, the um, Monsters, Inc., and Stage 12, and, and kind of like expand back into where that, that, that East Esplanade area is. But so my friend's idea was that whole area becomes the Waltz Studios on Hyperion Boulevard with the old billboard and the Mickey thing. Oh. Like they could they could have recreated Waltz Animation Studio from back in the day. Oh, geez. Yeah. That, that would have been like the, the queue for um, Runaway Railway, which would been really cool. Hmm. Wow. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have too many ideas. <laughs> no, you don't. That's <laughs> awesome. No such thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Wow! Anyway, that, that's why I, I mean. So to answer your question, where do I think DCA would go in t- another twenty years? I think it would build off of that. Yeah, yeah. They would, you know, um, let the trees grow a little bit more. I, I, I really have a feeling that there needs to be some um, Hispanic component to DCA. There's such like a, a big part of uh, California mm-hmm. is you know that, and then you just you could combine that with a cocoa area. And I, I was going to go uh, there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would put it, you know, where um, Goofy Sky School and all that area. That I think that whole area with jumping jellyfish. Yeah. And even maybe Zephyr. Yeah. Level, and that could be like a, a cocoa themed area. Yeah. Um, but then great. you have Pixar Pier, and it's still bookended with Cars Land. And yeah. Cocoa. It would it would that's fit a, very well right there. Sure. Yeah. I think so too. So I would do that there. Um, I really hope that the some kind of phase two ride happens for. Um, Avengers Campus, you know, the the pandemic sucked for everyone and, yeah. and like it made a lot of the plans change. So we don't know what's going to happen right there for phase two. Yeah. But I, I do hope that something huge happens there. Like I want DCA to get an equivalent ride to Rise of the Resistance. But oh, it should be that? on. Can you imagine? Like it should be on like a flight of passage type of scale. Oh, well, DCA. It sort of sounded like that that phase two for Avengers Campus kind of was going to have that, right? Or that that right. if, if they, they got show building, it was, it was huge, right? So yeah. it was something massive. Yeah. Because I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy should be the the the, the big weenie in that area, right? It, it needed to be something else that that's Avengers as a or or something. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, well, like you said, the phase two for Avengers Campus is on ice at the moment until, you know, they can stabilize yeah. stuff and, and, and get, I guess, a, a budget for whatever they're going to do. Spider-Man can't – that's not Spider-Man. Do you know what I mean? Like Spider-Man is not yeah. um, going to be that, and which is interesting too if you think about it because when you think of a Spider-Man ride, we already know what that is from Islands of Adventure, right, at yeah. Universal. yeah. And that's still known as one of the best rides out there. It's still great. Um, so how do you, just like my artwork, right? How do you do something that's been done, but how do you make it your own? So how do you make a Spider-Man ride Disney? Yeah. I was thinking that you you don't try to do an e-ticket on Spider-Man. You try to make it more family-friendly. Yeah. Which is kind of funny, too, because when I um, when they first bought Marvel, I just I didn't get it. I'm like, why why did they buy Marvel? Like, <laughs> like really? Like it was like Star Wars. I understood they had Star Tours, and I, I had to like convince myself that I'm like I guess it's the same thing as buying buying Star Wars. But then when my my kiddos were went to DCA, they were all about meeting Captain America and Spider Man. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. like, 
you see that kind of thing that only Disney could do. So it's funny because when I was a kid, I was in the Peter Pan, but my son's in the Peter Parker. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a different place these days. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's still kind of doing the same kind of thing for sure. Okay. So that's how we see it in like 20 years. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I, yeah, it's going to be changing for a while. I, I very curious. The name will change the what? I always wonder if the name will change. Um, yeah, I think it has to change. I, I think we've talked about that before that eventually the name is going to have to change at some level. I don't know to what. I have no idea because I don't know if we get the full vision. Uh, maybe they'll add an S to Disney's. Disney's <laughs> California Adventure. Change it back. Well, I think whatever they do, I think people are going to call it DCA regardless. So if you find another word besides California, like Disney's Cinematic Adventure or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Everything's movies anyway. Yeah. And then you, you still have this like loose undertones of California, but it doesn't need to really necessarily be in the name. Um, yeah, just as long as it makes sense. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like one of those things where like I need a theme park to be cohesive and make sense. Like even like when – um. Let's see. We're talking about um, when you like when you when you have like a, a say Star Tours in Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. but you have a Star Wars, like get the toys in the right toy box. Like get Star Tours out of Tomorrowland. Absolutely. Like you have a Star Wars. Land. Yeah. Like if you were to if you were to build a huge Song of the South land, but Splash Mountain is way over here, like you wouldn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get everything like let's get everything to make sense, please. Absolutely. So, yes. Some I like cool, to think of it with that kind of thing. Cohesiveness going over there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> have you got a sense? Yeah. Ha, ha, have you been to Have you been to Benoit Vista Street since they've opened it up? I have. Yeah. I how was it? Oh, it was depressing. But mm. like, <laughs> well, the, the the depressing time was when they didn't have any food. Oh. I, it felt it felt really good to be in there the first time. Yeah. And they were still able to, you know, I was able to get my. Um, a corn dog from award wieners. I was happy. Yeah. But, but I didn't wait in line to get into the shops. I'm like, that line seemed way too long, but it was good to be back and just to look at Carthay. Yeah. Yeah. But the second time I went, it was really sad because there's no food. Right. And yeah. I'm like, what's, it's just weird to go in there and just shop like that. Just, <laughs> yeah. There's no soul. Like it's weird. I think food is the soul of the park yeah. that like that smelling the popcorn and the churros and stuff like yeah. that's a, I didn't realize what a big deal that, what a big component the food is. Yeah, oh, it's massive, right? I heard that it was, um, they had like a popcorn bucket release day the other day, but they weren't even filling them with popcorn. They were just selling the, the, the things. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's still a line for it, I'm sure. There's that, <laughs> that van from Onward. You saw that, huh? right? Yeah. 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 So they were selling that as a popcorn I bucket. I love that van. But they weren't, they weren't putting any popcorn in it. I want that van. I actually want that van. It's like 20 bucks or I would. I would pay for that. I love that movie. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's anyway. still there. Yeah. Okay. So get the DCA talk. Um, got the um, artwork talk. Oh, you know what I got to mention too? Yeah. That's, no. Speaking of DCA. Yeah. DCA in its 20th. Yeah. Um, it makes sense that Marvel is in DCA too because I do not want Marvel in Disneyland. Oh, of course. Yeah. So oh, yeah. If you think about it too, like, because some people are saying, oh, they should have put Star Wars in DCA. I'm like, are you crazy? We've had like, that. We've, we've had, had that talk, talk before. No. Have you yeah, had the discussion? No. Okay, good. Because, yeah. like, Star Wars is very, like, fantasy. It's, you know, um, what's the sign say when you go into the tunnels? Of land, uh, you're entering the land of yesterday, today, and tomorrow? Yeah. That's Star Wars. You've just described Star Wars. Like, yeah. Star Wars is perfect for Disneyland. Yes. Um, but Marvel And then just... with um, 
Yeah, Mar- Marvel just doesn't fit. Unless you did some kind of playoff Tomorrowland and it's like the, you know, from Iron Man 2, they yeah. did kind of like a yeah. World's Fair type vibe. I'm like, yeah. you could do that, I guess. But well, didn't they have, a, like I said, Tony Stark lives in Malibu. Like that's California. So I think it's kind it, of perfect. There. It is. Uh, didn't they have like a Thor meet and greet at the launch bay yeah. or whatever? They, not, for some the, reason, it, it was really well done too. But for some reason, it barely lasted a year. I think they shut it down fast. Um, well, cause it doesn't belong there. Probably is my guess. <laughs> and oh. they sell, they sold those Captain America balloons right there at Disneyland too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. I did not appreciate that. Weird. <laughs> not weird. Yeah, yeah, that's totally weird. Um, I do hope someday they um, they eat up that rest of, that rest of the corner of the block that goes down the Catellan Harbor. Like, sorry, Candy Cane Inn, Seven Eleven. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah. But I did hear that that's like the most money making Seven Eleven in the world. So I don't know. I believe it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. Oh my god! But I think it'd be nice to expand back further that way behind Cars Land, because I mean, Cars Land is Tokyo Disneyland good. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's and it's funny that when oh. I first opened, the thing that DCA has actually something that's Tokyo good. Oh, um, so you know, it really elevated the park and World of Color is fantastic. Yeah, um, they've really fixed a lot of what was wrong with DCA 1.0. Like, you know, basically it's the the assumption was, oh, let's just make it hip and edgy. Yeah, which was terrible because like now they've they've changed it to different eras. Like it's when Walt arrived in L.A., not L.A. today. Like who wants mm-hmm. to go see L.A. today? No, not me. Yeah, I, I don't. No, I'm good. I grew I grew up down there. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and I and I I don't necessarily believe that it's true when they said that. Oh, we're gonna build the fake Golden Gate Bridge so people don't see the the real one. But you know what I mean? Like oh, that mentality. Oh yeah. If it was said, yeah. I think it was done like tongue in cheek. Yeah. I don't really think that. They they meant that because no. that's really ridiculous. That's really, really but I think ridiculous. People, yeah. But people ate it up because the park was already weak, and like they were hearing that, and they just kind of it just snowballed into this bad publicity, and they really didn't even know how to advertise it. DCA 1.0. Like if you remember the ads for it when it first opened, mm-hmm. they didn't. They weren't. There wasn't a billboard on the five freeway for Soren or Screaming or <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It was a. It was the the billboard was a picture of Buzz Lightyear looking over. a like a pervert, like looking over a um, uh, bushes with some binoculars. Oh, that was the ad. That's right. That was the ad for California Adventure. And yeah. you're like, but what what the hell is the park about? You know, like, yeah, that's one thing Florida does well, too, is they have like such great billboards for just individual attractions. Yeah. So I think I think the company dropped the ball a little bit mm-hmm. when they were like advertising the park. Like they weren't really communicating that there's good stuff there. Mm-hmm. You could have done a, a billboard for Eureka Parade. You could have done a billboard for, uh, it's awful, but like Superstar Limo, just uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even like Muppets could have got a billboard. Yeah, to be they could have. That one might have yeah. gotten the 3D, traction. Yeah. 3D vision. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And you know what's still good? It's funny to think back at the things at DCA that haven't been touched. There's um, some stuff like off the page and animation, yeah. award winners. Yeah, yeah. There's some elements that like, well, I was gonna say Soren, but that did get redone. But the, yeah. the original is still superior. Oh, I, I agree. agree. I agree. Yeah. And it, you know, it got a, it has a really couple of good dark rides with monsters and Little Mermaid, and um, yeah, there, I think it'll uh, whatever companies. Whatever divisions the company ends up buying next, it might find a home in there. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. 
wow. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'd be very curious to see how it all shapes out. Yeah, it might idle for a while. <laughs> it might. It might. But yeah, I mean, let's let's get Avengers Campus going and breathing and expanding, mm-hmm. and, then, and then we'll see how things go from there to see if it encroaches around to where Monsters Inc. is. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been wondering what what will be the 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 demarcation line where we're going to go here and no further. Mm-hmm. And then really, if if depending on where that line is, how much it will impact the rest of the park going forward. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a big question. I don't think anybody has answered really. No. Yeah. Well, okay. what I'm really hoping for with the Avengers Campus is that here you have like, you know, um, modern day, the Pym Test Kitchen and the Gardens of the Galaxy, you know, Collector's Fortress there. And yeah. Whatever phase two is going to be. But this whole campus is literally like next to Hollywood, a 1940s Hollywood. Right, right. So give me Agent Carter, give me Howard Stark, and oh. give me Captain America from the 40s. Like you could oh. have that that really neat bleed in. So I love when lands are next to each other and there's like a smooth transition of theme. For sure, yeah. So that's a really cool way to do it. But I, I could picture something, even just like a little nod, like an old 40s car with Howard Stark's wallet in the dash, you know, something like that would be mm-hmm. really kind of cool. Yeah. Or even an ad, that, a 40s ad that looked like one of his, um, um, those military shows. I forget what it, what they call it, but like, you know, the, the Captain America type of shows. Or you, or you um, could, yeah, you could do one with uh, Howard Stark with the, uh, the car with the, uh, the, anti, the anti-gravity that, <laughs> that could do that oh, too. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think, um, depending on whatever happens with Harbor Boulevard and, uh, the Eastern gateway, you know, it's for the most part, that's dead. Yeah. But that tram turnaround area will eventually be part of DCA someday, I think. Right. So, Oh yeah, I think that, it will be. I agree. It could be yeah. a really large show building right there. Um, you could, it could also actually be a hotel, to be honest, with another entrance into um, DCA, um, DCA right there, Hollywood. But which, which, so I think the Hollywood's the backlot area of Hollywood, Muppets, Monsters, and Stage Twelve. I think that's going to get reimagined in the next, you know, ten, fifteen years. That's going to be something different. Mm-hmm. I, I would and agree. And speaking of hotels, they got to do something with Paradise Pier Hotel. Like, <laughs> there is no Paradise Pier. Why is there a hotel for it? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when I was at Disney World last week, I was walking around the Boardwalk Hotel, and I, I love the Boardwalk Hotel. I, I tweeted about this too, where I was taking pictures of these like really cool paintings of like I saw the Boardwalk, those. like in the, in the heyday, right? Yeah. So I was picturing like expand, like basically expanding this hotel into DCA, and there's a bridge that goes across Disneyland Drive. So you kind of re you re facade the Paradise Pier Hotel. And then you build another section of it in the park. This doesn't work with that cocoa idea right there, but you could really expand the hotel into the park there too. Yeah. And do something really neat with like, they have even better view, views of uh, World of Color right there too. You know, oh, geez, so you're right. There's mm-hmm. so much they can do there. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. There's never going to end with the uh, imagination at DCA. Right? Oh, I know. I mean, that is one positive you can take from that, being that you. For lack of a better way to describe it, the constraint, I think we've talked about yeah. before, over in DCA versus Disneyland is yeah. completely different or removed at one level. Sure. I mean, the the fervor of people that when you change something in Disneyland, I mean, people lose their mind for a bench being moved. Yes. In DCA, they're kind of like, eh, well, 
Okay. That's right. I mean, yeah, even exactly. we do it here. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Yep. But, and you know, that's the thing is people, um, people, a lot of people, and you guys might've said this too, and don't feel bad, but it's people are like, why would, why would they build California Adventure in California? And I, I, I don't, I don't get mad at that. I'm like, well, where else would you build it? You know what I mean? It's like, it's okay to have a little bit of state pride. It's like a, sure. a California welcome center, you know, and mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. no other state in the country that could have this kind of diversity and different yeah. things to do it. But like what the importance of the state to the company mm-hmm. is, is why I tie it back to that, that theme too, the whole park. Right. But, um, I think there's a lot of different things you could do to it. And it just, the theme isn't bad. It was just the execution of 1.0 was, was lousy. It was, they didn't spend the right money on it and it was just poor execution. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But they fixed it. So they they fixed it. Yep. And there's more fixing to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you touched upon something that could be a good segue, Udi, uh, when people lose their mind over change at Mm -hmm. Disneyland, Mm -hmm. there is some change announced at Jungle Cruise. Hey, segue. Okay. Seg- yes. Hey, now. Yeah. Hey. I've learned something out there. 126 episodes. I know. Um, Good on you. <laughs> so you saw the artwork. We know the story, uh-huh. yada, yada, yada. Um, what are your what are your thoughts going here? Well, first off, I'm excited. I, okay. I think um, Jungle Cruise is the kind of ride that has been uh, updated pretty consistently mm-hmm. every other decade, right? Like, they... Because when it first opened up, no one seen anything like that. Like you know, this 1955 opening day attraction, mm-hmm. it was probably the most one of the most popular things from opening day, and it's it's still running, right? So eventually, you know, they added more characters. Mark Davis added some humor mm-hmm. into it, so it was kind of like some neat neat vignettes that you'd see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for today's audience, seeing a bunch of fake animals, I don't think really cuts it. So I, I think that's why it, it kind of leans on the humor side of things. Like it's, it's tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. It's kind of playing off the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Um, I would never want to get rid of it here, but to be honest at magic kingdom, you have animal kingdom. Why is everyone going to wait in line to see fake animals on this boat ride at, at magic kingdom? When sure. you could go see a whole park of real animals. Like it just, mm-hmm. it seems, it seems redundant in a cheesy way in, in Florida. And some people might hate that. So I, I'm sorry, but like here it's like more of like it's Walt's original jungle cruise. So that's why it's here. And we keep making it better and better. Cause yeah, like today's audience is kind of like, you know, maybe not be impressed with that. Um, but the changes that they're doing, like, it doesn't sound like we're getting a big rock animatronic, which is good. I don't right. want that. No, I don't want that either. Because that kind of dates it. You mm-hmm. know, not that I think that the movie is going to tank or anything. I think it's going to be really good. I think it'll be entertaining for sure. Yeah. And I think and I, they might make, you know, three or four of them. Who knows, right? They want to. Yeah. And they have, in my opinion, they have the cast. If they have the story, they can do it. Yeah. It'll be fun. The, I'm kind of looking forward to it. When you look at... when. I don't know if you guys feel the same way as I do, but when I go on that, I, I feel a little icky when I see some of the scenes. Like, it doesn't seem racially sensitive sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it if it crosses any lines sometimes. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel icky. I mean, I I understand that what it's supposed to be is everything is tongue-in-cheek. And, yeah. And, you know, so I... I I also know that the Jungle Cruise does not take itself seriously at all. At all. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you've got that. And if you are supposed to be touring, you know, the rivers of the world, I mean, and you see indigenous people on the banks of the river, mm-hmm. uh, what do you expect to see? 
That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like, don't expect to be people throwing spears at me, whatever. But I expect to see some some music <laughs> and some dancing or the yeah, you know, the the way the way a boy is taken is a lot like you, Mark. You know, definitely when you have your skipper, they're going to be it. It's all about comedy and taking everything lighthearted. Yeah, and then I I, I feel like some people I can I can. At one level, understand some people kind of going, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. I totally understand that. I yeah. totally get that, but I think the intent behind it is everything is key to the that context. attraction. Yeah, yep. and then yep. absolutely when, context. When you recognize that, you know, you're not in Anaheim at this moment. We're taking you over to this river, this far off land, yeah. and things are going to be different. So I think some people don't always get that. And, and I think a lot of people now, for first-time riders yeah, yeah. on there, they, they may not understand. For us, who are seasoned and been going forever, yeah. we jump in, we enter the world, the skipper comes up with the corny jokes, and we're <laughs> laughing away. And I don't know how many times we've all been on that attraction where you're like, yeah, I feel like I look over and go like, first-timer, huh? Yeah. Because you're not getting what's going on. And, and, it, and, and, it, yeah. and when you fully like immerse yourself into that whole vibe of it, mm-hmm. I think it's great. So for the change, I'm like, okay, I feel it's going to be fine, and they're going to do good. So I, I, it's going to be fine. I yeah. You know what's what's interesting too is I, I like I, I don't um, lean too hard on the um, like when they update pirates and stuff. I I do kind of roll my eyes sometimes. I'm like, oh, I, that's a little too much, right? I don't sure. think that sure should have been changed. But like it's it's crossed my mind on Jungle Cruise that like, hmm, would this ride be built today? And we would oh. do the same. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's yeah. a good way of looking we, at we it. We wouldn't, yeah. right? right? So like, I think a lot of it is was built with like '60s and '70s ways oh, yeah. of thinking. Oh yeah, definitely. Which would because picture if we had picture hypothetically there was a boat ride in California Adventure, and it was a bunch of drunks burning down a, a Caribbean village. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Would that be built today? No, of course not. No. Like, if you if you look at pirates, they're wasted. They're completely, mm-hmm. you know, well, out yeah. of fun right now. And, yeah. and and they're, and you know, and I, and I could see why they they feel the need to change things over time. And yeah. yeah, it might be a little extreme to change it because what gets grandfathered in and what doesn't. I, I get that. Sure. But like, sure. it's I think that's why I've always and I never really spoke up about it. But I'd always kind of think to myself like, that that's not going to stay this way forever in this ride. Like, yeah. If, if I'm thinking that way. What is someone going to think that's actually sensitive to that stuff going to think? You know, that might sure. actually ruin their vision, right? And yeah. I don't want anyone to pay money to go to Disneyland yeah. and their their whole trip's ruined because, right. like, they were portrayed a certain way. But um, that's what's interesting, too, is, like, what is grandfathered in? Right. What yeah. isn't? Would we do this today? Would we build this today? And if the answer is no, then I think it should be, like, well, let's consider maybe revamping this. Because, mm-hmm. like, if we wouldn't do it now, why would we have it now? Do you know what I mean? It's it's weird stuff. It's a no. no that's it's really a, interesting to think about. That's a great way of thinking about it. And I actually had didn't think about that before. So I'm, I shall ponder that as I'm on attractions. Um, but I think I guess what I was trying to get my mind around with Jungle Cruise is um, it seems to be as it is now, as it has been. It's you you as a guest are. Um, you are the story here. You are being taken on a tour of going into the mysterious jungle. And you're experiencing things that, you know, uh, a shrine and hippos and, you know, things that wiggle the ears and man-eating piranhas and all that kind of stuff. And you are part of the story. 
But now it seems like we are going to be presented with a story. So it's going to be, you know, it seems like you see what I'm talking about. Oh, we're going to follow these explorers and see what kind of misadventures they do. Well, I don't want to mm-hmm. see that. I personally don't want to see that. I just want to be part of the show, which is what we are, right? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of it differently? Well, or aren't they just read? Are, are they are they plugging in a real story now? That's because what I didn't, I didn't read the press release. I just saw some concept art, which I love the concept. Oh, art. I like but the concept art. Yeah, like the, the sunken boat with all the monkeys on it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. The I, uh, I am relieved that. No, I'm relieved that it's not the rock animatronic. That's oh, what my yeah. biggest. <laughs> yeah, was. yeah. I mean, right? we, yeah, we talked about there. that too. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think they are inserting a a more linear story arc through it yeah that's what i think is yeah. you f- find out where these explorers went and how their how their jeep got overturned and yeah and then the other I, boat yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah so that that's what i'm seeing we've only seen like two different art i mean i've only seen two pictures yeah i me me too um so i but i could be totally wrong off base but i don't want to follow a linear story i just want to be presented with going on a tour you mm-hmm. know yeah mm-hmm. and, you, and you know what's funny is when i when i go on the jungle cruise too it, and when the skippers are like on purpose, you know, very cheesy with jokes and it's all puns and stuff. And it's almost like, like it's a classic tradition now where you, you mm-hmm. expect it to be cheesy. Oh yeah. I don't even, I don't even feel like they try to make it feel like you're going on a safari. Like, especially like when they come back and they're like, and now for the most dangerous part of the trip, return to civilization and yes. the California free and California freeways. Yeah. You know, it's like, they know it's, they actually kind of nod that it's a theme park ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's that's yeah. part of the hokiness is that mm-hmm. yep. these, look at these animals. Like look at they're not even moving. Like their feet are cemented to the those monkeys' feet are cemented to the rocks. Oh yeah, like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like they yeah. they joke that it's fake. Yeah. So maybe that changes. And I've had a, a couple of friends that are you know. Jungle Cruise skippers and oh yeah, it's it's like a fraternity, right? Absolutely, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a fun group and it's a fun gig and they they love it. And mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I wonder. I always wonder about that. Right? We're lucky we didn't get a jungle overlay back in the day. Did you ever hear about that? No, <laughs> no. The Bre- the Brendan the Brendan Fraser um, Jungle George of the Jungle book. I I heard that there was an no. idea to make a. George of the Jungle Cruise. Oh, man. So they've been Thank hoping to do something there for a while. Oh, yeah. Wow. What? No, I'm glad we well, thought about um, You know, you've seen the concept art of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brian Jowers from Engineering. Uh, he painted that thing that showed, you know, it had the, the Jeep ride. It had the mine car ride. Yeah, yeah. It had yeah, the train yeah. going through it. It had the Jungle Cruise going through it. It had all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I heard there back when Indiana Jones was being designed, there was serious talk about having – the Jungle Cruise be how you get to Indiana Jones, where you would have to ride the Jungle Cruise and then you'd get off inside the temple oh to get God. to Indiana oh, Jones. How awesome would that have been? There's a really cool history of, of like, wow. Shoulda, woulda, coulda with Jungle Cruise, right? Oh, yeah. Man. But I'm glad it keeps evolving. It, it know, does. You yeah. gotta stay fresh. Yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a museum. You it's gotta not keep it current, and especially when a lot of the, the people, the guests are majority locals i think it's cool to keep fresh but for sure but i i totally understand when you guys say like the crowd that's like pissed because you moved a bench and stuff like it's, right mm-hmm. it, well, unless it's a bench that walt like definitely sat on and you yeah yeah, of it, yeah. Like, yeah just keep it there because that's cool yeah. then i would but break out my pitchfork if they did that too i would <laughs> exactly do you yeah. think they're going to keep um 
Schrader Sam character there on the Jungle Cruise? Or do you think I he... I have a feeling... I don't know officially, but I have a feeling there's a good chance he's going away. I, yeah. I, I, I think... Um, I don't know, because I think that pa- that falls under that category of like, is this okay? Right. You know? I don't know, but but maybe it's maybe it is okay. You know, um, maybe. I wonder if they could. I, I, I'm not really one to even speak on it, but like it, it crossed my mind. That's the thing. It crossed my know? mind. Yeah. I mean, if they find if you find him offensive for taking heads, I mean, I totally get that. Could they redesign him as someone else? Well, have you seen Florida's? That's Florida's what? has a different Trader Sam. Oh no, I haven't seen that. He's like he's uh he has like this very chubby face. He he looks like a he looks like a uh, he actually looks Hispanic. Okay. Uh, but he he looks very different. Like ours looks very like traditional. Uh, I don't know how you would describe him, but like he looks the, like a real guy. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Well, we shall see how this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. I imagine. I mean, do you do you see this? Um, are they are they doing work on it now, or do you know of that, or? I, I think so. I think I, they oh. might as well, right? Because <laughs> the park's closed. Yeah. As long as they didn't leave everyone off that's working on it, I think uh, they could get some stuff done. Speaking of the park being closed, yeah. this is a little bit of a segue. Hey, I didn't know it was but, closed. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking news. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be closed for a year and a half. But anyway, um, with yeah, kind the of park been, being yeah. closed this long, and um, if you ever saw Saving Mr. Banks. It did. Uh-huh. I, think, I think Tom Hanks nailed Walt Disney, right? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, and no. I mean, I think there are aspects from what I've seen of Walt and different interviews and whatnot. Yeah, there are his mannerism. He did really good. I don't know if I got everything the way he was kind of with her, but yeah, I, I think he did pretty good overall. You know what? I yeah. I loved it so much that I, I always ever since I saw Saving Mr. Banks, I'm like, I really want to see more of a Walt Disney biopic. Oh, for sure. And I, would, yeah. and I, I would love if Hanks came back, played him again. Mm-hmm. He, Hanks would play old Walt. And then you have someone young, like, well, younger, like, say, like, a, a Ryan Gosling play young Walt. And then if the movie could be, like, a flashbacks to, like, him kind of coming to L.A. Hey, you're right. Or him, you know, him getting over. Yeah. But then, like, but then it's, like, Walt as an old man. And you could film it in the park right now because it's empty. Oh, yeah. oh my you, you gosh. Oh, you could. Film shoots right now. Uh, totally, yeah. Yeah, we, we made I mean, the... It's hard with the crew, but... Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Absolutely. Yeah, that would be. We made the comment that uh, with the rumor of uh, them getting rid of the timeline out of Galaxy's Edge right now... Yeah. That thank with the... Ma- yeah, with... with <laughs> see, look, he's like, thank God. Um, I made the comment last episode that I don't... I don't I've had many a conversation with uh, with with different people, and nobody is tied to that time. Like, oh no, but we ma- I made the comment that they could totally film something there right now. Oh yeah, and, and dress yeah. and for the Mandalorian, and then bring in Black Spire into that, and then we're we're golden, and then everybody I think would go bananas. I agree. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think the only people that were really sold on the the timeline were the writers that were working on it. Like, everyone I talked to was like, yeah, but it's like you have a Star Wars land and you you don't have the the license to use Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. Yeah. So you have to, like, use other stuff. I don't think think it should be, like, all rules out the window. Like, I think you still have, obviously, Rise of Resistance on that side of the park. Oh, yeah. But even that can get rethemed. We talked about that too. 
Oh, yeah. You, you could totally make that into and bring in the original trilogy. If you think about it, you, you change uh, Kylo for Darth, and you can bring anybody. You can make uh, Moff Tarkin, and there we go. <laughs> it could be done. But you... you- you could, but I don't think you need to. I think it's good oh, if you I have agree. a Star Wars plan to yeah. have something like with each trilogy. Like I would actually, I would probably do the Millennium Falcon for old trilogy, right? That would be good with Han. You, oh, you, yeah. ma- you make it, you, you remove, um, what's Hondo. I forget his name. Hondo. You remove Hondo. Yep. Um, and you, you bring in Han Solo, have an animatronic of Han up there. Then that, that would be your second Harrison Ford animatronic in Disneyland, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yes, but, that would be. Yeah, yes. So, because you're in the Millennium Falcon, you just make it then, you know? So that way you kind of cover your bases where you have the then, you have the now. Meanwhile, Mando and, and Baby Yoda's walking around. That's, that'd be Brogu. just incredible. That'd be awesome, I, yeah. I, when I first rolled my eyes about the timeline was when I'm like, why is Captain Phasma marching around Tomorrowland? Yeah. Like, her trilogy is over there. And they're like, oh, no, she... This the Star Wars land takes place between episodes eight and nine. She was killed in eight. I'm like, get out of here! <laughs> like, give me a break. <sighs> yeah, she needs to walk around there. Timeline though, that is accurate for the timeline that they put it in. If you've seen the Lucasfilm official timeline, they have it in there. Yeah, they have Galaxy yeah, Judge oh, in yeah. there. And and I remember looking at it at the time, going, okay. And but now that the rumor is that they're going to get rid of it, I'm like, good. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Open it up, man. Yeah. Open well, it. The whole reason they, the whole reason they picked that timeline was because the new trilogy was the the new thing that they were marketing. Oh, yeah. Right. Like they didn't choose make it the original trilogy because well they don't need to market the original trilogy. That that's yeah. That's what well, forty years old and it's, it's good to go and like it's great. But like they need to market the movies that are coming out, which is have already come out. So if yep. Mandalorian is the biggest thing they need to promote, yep. guess what? They're there gonna you throw go. the rule book out and now it's set in Mandalorian. Yeah. There there is that rumor mill though, and and that one of the main when they originally envisioned the the the, the land that it was gonna be kind of they had it worked out where they could have Everything yeah. from original, prequel, and sequel trilogies, and that with the certain push of a certain producer high up in Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, that they, <laughs> she kind of did that. Like, no, we have all the the new movies coming out. We have a bunch of things that we have planned, so we need to kind of form it in that world, and hence why we got what we got. I don't right. know how accurate that is, but looking at it, you kind of go, okay, I can... I can see that it isn't a stretch of the imagination to go. Yeah, that is probably right. And then now yeah. that we have Manda, the the Mandalorian, yeah, and that is like blowing up to mass appeal. Disneyland is going to have to capitalize. And I think it's the start of the new. I don't know. It's the start of what they always hoped would they, they would get out of the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy, right? There's yep. this, this excitement and buzz that they never really got, but they got it from this. So I think they like, maybe what's good about it is they're, they're not leaning too hard on the Skywalker family. Right. Right. Yeah. They're like, there's, there's other cool stuff that's out there. It just feels like the original trilogy. Yeah. Where the, the prequels and the sequel trilogy did not feel like the original ones, but this one does. Yeah. And you know, and, Part of that's just because everyone loved Bubba Fett, and this guy looks like Bubba Fett. But and then, they, and then all of a sudden, Bubba Fett shows up, and, and you tie, and you tie it to the, um, 
you know, Rebels or, or whatever else, you know, Clone yeah. Wars, and then yeah. you have all these other characters that people love that are right. showing up. Right. Like, Rosario, Rosario Dawson is amazing. Oh, how great was that? Oh, that was great, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I watched that episode so awesome. this morning. <laughs> what what'd you think of Luke? That was a cool surprise. I'm glad I, that was a spoiler. So, spoiler alert. Uh, I, I know. I, I literally... Um, so I heard one X-Wing and I went, oh, no way, they did not. Yeah. Literally at that moment, I went, no, they didn't. And then um, I, I have another podcast that we do, The Mando Show, and we talked about it. That And with I do it with my brother and a couple other guys. And my brother mentioned that the second you watch the X-Wing land in the bay and you can see R2, you're like, oh, that is R2. And I was like, it was over from that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice R2. Yeah, I didn't know R2 either. Yeah, you can't go back now. Go back and watch it. You're going to see him coming in, and you're going to like, that is R2. And see, that was some good feels. Oh, yeah. Oh. R2 walked up, and R2's looking at, at Grogu. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. you serious? I know. I, was, I, thought the, I, I thought the CGI was good. It was, it was good. Um, but, like, I, w- I thought for sure it was going to be Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going to yeah. survive and like show up or something. Oh no, like we had we I didn't had. Expect it to look. Oh yeah, no, we had so many theories going into it. Um, again, on the other show, and we talked about. I don't know how familiar you are with Rebels, um, but yeah, we we had how oh, we had so many things. But anyway, uh, <laughs> without going off on that tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stoked about that. Right on, right on. Okay, so we're gonna um. See if I can we can play this game before I guess I know it's late for you. It's one it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so let me see if I can do this on my on my iPad here. Are you gonna tell them what we're doing? Well I need to how do I minimize I have no idea, man. On my iPad here. So usually, I can do oh hold on. Can you still hear me, Sam? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um so so we play this game. Um okay, I can't see you right now, but I'm guessing you can see me. Uh, called the randomizer. Uh, no, I can't see you. Oh, you can't see me. Okay, but you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Good. Okay. So we uh, the randomizer is I put all the attractions at Disneyland and DCA together on one giant list and I randomize them. Um, awesome. And so the top three after I do it, you get to pick one to keep, one to replace, and one to remove. But oh my it, goodness. But if you replace something, no. Is, is that what it was? If you improve it. Oh, if you want to improve something, you have to say, oh, well, this is how I'm going to improve it. Sort, okay. sort of thing. All right. Cool. So um, I'm going to do the randomizing list right now. And let's see what we come up with. Um, <clears throat> this is a tough one, Sam, but we're going to do it because um, that's how we do it. The top three attractions came up. Um, Pirate Slayer on Time Soros Island. Peter mm. Pan's Peter Pan's Flight and Storybook. Land Canal Boats. Mm. Yes. So I, to, I keep one, you, I improve one, and I remove one. Correct. Y- yes. And if you if you want to improve it, you got to tell me what it is. Okay. Um, what's the first one? Uh, it's Pirate Slayer on Time Sorrows Island, uh, Peter okay. Pan's Flight, and Storybook, Storybook Land Canal Boats. Okay. Oof. I would – this is easy, actually. Okay. Keeping Peter Pan's Flight – I would okay. I'm back here. Im, I would improve Pirate Slayer, Tom Sawyer's Island, okay. and I would actually remove Storybook Land. <laughs> See, I know. I think Jess isn't okay, here. Yeah. 
I sketched up an idea for Fantasyland of what I would do back there. Yes. And I thought long and hard. This is why we had it. you on the show. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, this is why we initially reached yeah. out to you because mm. I saw this. I go, who is this crazy guy drawing this stuff? <laughs> I go, not it only is it, the art is in, the art is great, but this guy's got some strange ideas. Let's talk to this guy. Okay. <laughs> so that's how we started with you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because I, I'm I don't I don't get rid of it for the heck of it. I'm like, I, I'd say get rid of it for the greater good of the land in a way. Yes, um, yes. Because what I would replace it with is a lagoon that has a a nod to Captain Hook's pirate ship from opening, opening day Disneyland, which was not supposed to get destroyed. They tried to move it and they couldn't move it, so they had to destroy it. Right. So we yeah. bring that back, a replica of an opening day Captain Hook pirate ship. But you have this small lagoon where I would do like a, a tribute to Monstro that rises up out of the water and then goes down. So you yeah. can still kind of see him in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you, you could do some fun stuff on that map that I had on the part of this lagoon that was basically the loading area of Storybook Land close to teacups. I had like a, uh, a small Alice type of hedge maze area. So it kind of enclosed a little mini Alice area with the Alice Dark Ride teacups in a little maze area. Yeah. Like Disneyland Paradise. Um, but that brings back Skull Rock and, and the pirate ship and whatnot. Right. And then you Because this goes all the way back to where the theater would be, right? So you have a pathway that connects Dumbo stays, but you have this pathway that goes from like the left of Dumbo around that way. And then using up the space with um, where Fantasyland Theater is and the whole area, like where the Skyway Station was, going all the way back to where the Galaxy's Edge entrance is. That's oh. a big chunk of land right there. It's massive, yeah. So, so I was thinking, like, you either a, um, you could do a Diane type roller coaster like Magic Kingdom, but I would actually do a new version of Casey Jr. So you have that kind of tied to um, the dump, the Dumbo area. You have a, a like a a newer version of Casey Jr. Because if you get rid of Storybook, you're getting rid of Casey Jr. too. You, yes. So what's a new version of that? Um, and then I think if you kind of like think of the way they did uh, Mr. Toads and Alice in Wonderland, how it's two dark rides on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I, if you have that area where you have that coaster, I would do actually a dark ride below that back, you know, um, this is kind of like across from Village Hoss area. Yeah. So Village Hoss gets turned into the Snuggly Duckling, and across from that walkway, you have a Tangle Dark Ride underneath whatever coaster you put there. So it's kind of trying to use the space right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, so part of that map also had a a wiped out Toontown, because that was before we knew that we were getting Mickey's uh, Runway Railway. But I I put Arendelle back there. I think think, um, if we were to have a Frozen ride, not like Epcot, but if we were to have a frozen ride that was more like uh, Pirates in Shanghai, I think that'd be kick-ass back there. And then I would actually do a Beauty and the Beast area mm-hmm. that that eats up like the motorboat lagoon and the sub lagoon. So you have like a village area on that side. Okay. You um, can small world, but that's what I mean about getting rid of stuff, not just for the heck of it. You're getting rid of to kind of like give something new life, right? Now you're expanding small world like you're expanding Fantasyland in this this huge area, and then that kind of uh, affects Tomorrowland too. So you you got you can't really plan too much in Tomorrowland if you know how much of the sub lagoon and Utopia is getting eaten up 
by Fantasyland. Right. Which I don't right. think it's a bad thing. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you make some really good points, but you're pulling up my heartstrings here with this stuff. With, with I know. Hey, it, it, it was a real Sophie's choice for me, too, because I love that thing. <laughs> it but was like, Sophie's choice, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a good one. I mean, I think with Tom, with, uh, Tom Sawyer's Island, it's just like, I was, I'm glad we didn't lose more of the river than we did for Galaxy's Edge, right? But yeah. I think they did a really good job. Oh, my of, gosh. You know, with the rock work and stuff. And once yeah. those, because those trees look brand new. Those trees, oh, yeah. Those trees were 60 years old and now they have to start from scratch again, right? Yeah. So once those trees kind of grow up, it'll look even better later. Yeah. And I don't, I think um, I would just improve it somehow, you know? And then Peter Pan's just classic. You wouldn't want to change anything there. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's a good answer, right? That's a solid answer. <laughs> yeah, no, no problems yeah. with that. Yeah, now I'm here contemplating. Oh, I'm contemplating too because the easy one is pirate is um, Peter Pan. Yeah, don't touch it. You don't touch that. You don't touch it. Then it becomes yeah, you get rid of one or the other, oh, or an improve and then improve. You know, I, we talked about it before where I I forgot what our, our randomizer was, but I, I brought up it. Storybook was in it, yes. and I said you'd improve it by keeping it updated. You're right, but, but now, but with Pirate Lair, I mean, I have like that that connection as a kid with that island, and oh. well, you could take away the pirate theme. Yeah, you could, but then then you get that means you you get rid of Storybook. Yeah, see, that's yeah, you don't want to don't want to lose you don't want to you don't want to lose Tom Sawyer's Island. Like you really need no, the river. yeah, that's true. You but don't want to lose it. But the lair is where it is because they already got rid of the fort and i i have you know the fort wilderness yeah there. fort wilderness i remember that and that is now whatever storage it's for backstage yeah, for for, st- it's a break area right. I think. yeah break or whatever it may be but um man i don't know i heard I it's do. like a cooling plant like the back end of tom sawyer's island is yeah. heard it's a cooling plant for like galaxy's edge power oh, i heard some weird thing about that. yeah wow jeez huh. but you know if, if they did improve it that means that you could do something like not necessarily Thunder Mountain on the island, but like Disneyland Paris has a oh. ride. Like their their island is Thunder Mountain. Right? Yes, yes. So, so that's improving it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. But it has to make sense as like a, a scene across from New Orleans. You know what I mean? Like what it is now, like works yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. I wouldn't oh, mind a tunnel underneath. They're, they've thought about that for a while. Like you walk through like a catacombs. Yeah, you know, that'd be fun. Like haunted mansions. Yes. Kind of yeah. like catacombs that gets you underneath the river to the island. I think more people would go to it if you didn't have to wait in line for that boat, that raft. Oh, dude, you're absolutely right with that. For, for, yeah, for, for, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I guess we have to lose canal boats. Uh, the sort of look. <laughs> yeah, I think Sam was right on it. He, he, he made, <laughs> I mean, Woo. I know, I think so, because you, you, you can't, if I'm going to choose between Tom Sawyer's Island and canal boats, mm. I'm going to choose to keep Tom Sawyer's Island. Well, okay, wait. I, I, I need clarification, though, okay. before we go too far. Is it the island or the lair? The lair and the, the island. River. What about the river itself? No, the river, we got to keep that. But but for the randomizer, it is the lair. That well, one. Okay. Yeah, so the it said pirate's lair on time. Yeah, not on, on, on the island. That's so, the island. That counts. <laughs> is that, is see, that, I don't know, because the lair to me is always that front section where you can walk under and you can get, you know, that little thing where you try to reach in and, it, you know, the gold and whatnot, that area. That, that is there's the lair. Junk, there's pirate junk all over the island now. So well, the whole thing is pirate's lair. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. 
It's not just a part of the island. It's the whole island. Yeah, I mean, because they have now that big, you know, that big Jolly Roger in the back with a pile of gold. Yes, and, yeah. Yep. That, that's pretty and cool. And even, like, the, the Fantasmic stage. It Doesn't it say Lafayette's and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah that's right. It, it really Lafayette's, does. Yep, yeah. Yep, it really does. When you walk through, like, it, uh, while we're on the tangent, anybody who has not been on there, go out there and take your time, and you will find so many cool Easter eggs. Take your time. On Thomas Rose. Oh, yeah. Um, the one thing I did find was that I'm way too big to be crawling around those caves, man. Yeah, I know that was. Kind oh, of I get freaked out in there. That was kind of <laughs> I know. Right? I feel like I'm gonna get. St- I, I I didn't think I was claustrophobic until I walked through that. Uh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I have no problem. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good you know, times, yeah. then then I, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to agree. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I have to agree. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you're right again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like point. Sam, all right. It's the only time I'm ever right. Uh, okay. <laughs> nerd talk. Yeah, come Never, on. Nothing important I'm, I'm right about. But, but <laughs> this is for sure. Right on, right on. Awesome. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, that random measure is always kind of fun because we have some, we have some pretty, pretty good discussions as as to what's important and what's not, and then there's always some good bickering, um, which is good. But I think you're right on this one. I think you, you got to just get rid of canal boats. If Yeah, because like, like even though like when you look at the Fantasyland dark rides, like I wouldn't get rid of Mr. Toad just to get rid of it, you know. Like no. we want to we want to keep it. Like it doesn't make sense to get rid of Mr. Toad because you're not gonna plug in like, a you're not gonna put a tangled dark ride where Mr. Toad is. Can you imagine like, the, where's the queue gonna go? Because that's obviously gonna be crazy popular, and like today's crowd is gonna see a a brand new. It's like. Those rides are grandfathered in. Like we're mm-hmm. used to them being small and, yeah. and mm-hmm. not yeah. cardboard cutout, but like they are a little hokey. Like those are old school dark rides. Mm-hmm. That um, to see like a new a new version a new movie that's CGI of all things mm-hmm. done in that that format, it would I think it would rub people the wrong way and think this is crappy. Disney did this. That's why like you have to do like for Little Mermaid's dark ride. Like it got a lot of heat. Like, what is what is this? You know, people were kind of like crapping on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, it's we're not we didn't grow up with it. It's a new thing. You know, like we grew up with those dark rides. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see what they did with Snow White. Oh, uh, Tim. So yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. The concept totally. art. The concept art looks great. Yeah, I think it, it makes sense because you know I have I have three little ones too, and they get scared to death on that thing. Like I get it. <laughs> yep. You know, there's a reason why that one's a walk on. <laughs> and now the other ones aren't. Yeah, that, like, that's true. You know, people. I will say this: people always say that Peter Pan is the best Fantasyland dark ride. It's if I think if you know, it's Alice in Wonderland. That's like the coolest dark ride there. Uh, I think Alice is the coolest, but I think Peter Pan is the one that's more well, endearing. Peter Pan. Peter Pan has the coolest ride vehicle. That's true. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's necessarily the better ride. Uh, you know, like, yeah, just think about that, right? You, you can have that argument, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's subjective. Yeah, it yeah. is subjective. Yeah, but um, like, I think that I think I feel like I don't know, Alice. I think people forget that how cool Alice is because that's not anywhere else in the world. That's oh, the only I know. One. It, so it's kinda, and it's so odd. It's layout. Yeah, the, <laughs> I do kind of wonder though if if Pinocchio might get replaced. Kind of felt like oh, it could. I, Mm, I don't I know. I, I, I feel like good. I don't know. But then I, again, I, you have the same problem. Like you're gonna have a long queue if you have, if you completely redo it. Yeah. And then you're gonna have the struggle of like, well, you can't make it the same vein of an attraction because it won't be grandfathered in mentally, and people are gonna hate on it because it, yeah. it looks okay. Yeah. 
true. I don't know. I, I think we made the comment that we. I think Mr. Toads is short for the world above any of them. I don't think so. I, I took a bet with our other co-host, Jess, yeah. and she says it's going to be announced that it's going to be taken out. And I said, there's no way yeah. they're doing that for yeah. Mr. Toad. And and I jumped in on that. Out? Mr. Toad? Uh, you know what? I've thought about it. Um, if you think about, like, the movies... It is not on par with any other Disney movie, right? No, no. But it's it's famous for being a Disney attraction. Like, it's not famous for the movie. True. It's famous for the ride. Yeah. And the fact that it's an opening day ride, it, it's got some pull, right? Yeah. But I just think it doesn't make sense to get rid of it. Because, like, you're going to have you're gonna have trouble. I, <laughs> I, I think I would have preferred them to get rid of it than get rid of Country Bears, though. I don't think... Oh, they should have I, kicked the bears out. Oh, oh. That is a whole other can that I can go on for a very, <laughs> very long time. Yeah, I agree. I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I completely agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, no one went out. They say, like, you know, Country Bears was always dead. No one was there. But now think about it. It's on the pathway to Galaxy's Edge. Like, oh. it's always packed. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And then the... The bears in Florida, like, there's always a huge weight. Like, the nostalgia for them is so huge. Yeah, they. Oh, that, man. that attraction turns 50 years old in Disney World this year. Wow, that's just crazy. Yeah, that's right. This is 50th anniversary this year. Wow, wow. Just real quick, you you did get a chance to ride Mickey's Runaway Railway, right? I did. Is it is it a, is it a game changer? Is it is it is it good? Is it are you looking you know forward what? to? It's a lot of fun. Okay, it's a lot of fun, and I'm we're lucky to get it at Disneyland. I still think it needs to be at DCA. Okay, but but here's the thing: if they're going to put it in Toontown, that's a different looking Mickey than we're used to in Toontown. Mm-hmm. Like the there's uh there's like a scenic style guide to those cartoons. Yeah, that I think you need to like repaint the land to reflect it. Do you know what I mean? It's like textures. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like different kind of like colors. It's not necessarily vibrant, but it's like there's a different kind of color. There's a different kind of like texture to it. They have to repaint the rest of Toontown to look like the same characters. Mm. And to be honest, I don't think they should do this, but I don't think Mickey and Minnie should appear in their normal costumes there. Like you're going to see how they look on this ride, but then you're going to go outside and see Mickey looking yeah. different. Oh, okay. Because, like, uh, maybe Mickey and Minnie would be okay like that, but can you imagine a walk around Goofy in that new cartoon style? It would be hor- horrific. <laughs> I can't, actually, but that that's a solid point there. Yeah, there's, that would be too much of a disconnect. So that's one another reason I thought that it, it shouldn't be there. But oh. I think they should, like, expand. Because it, it's almost like they try to turn the whole park into Fantasyland anyway by adding characters everywhere. Oh, yeah. So why don't you just make Fantasyland be big and beefy? Eat up Toontown, eat up some of the Tomorrowland, uh, and then you're able to do all the as much IP as you want because if, if it belongs anywhere, it belongs to Fantasyland. No. Yep. Good, yeah, good point. Good point. Right on. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Anything else we got to talk about tonight, Sam? Um, let me see. Um, <laughs> I could go on and on. I'll spare you. Uh, no, we'll you're not sparing us. Uh, because next time we're going to wrap up for some Tomorrowland talk. Um, oh, that's, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay, good. Because I'm going to um, submit some of the listeners. I'm going to ask some of the listeners how, what they v- think about what needs to change in Tomorrowland. Well, how about this? Uh, I, I think you, if you could ask them this. So when we meet again, we could talk about it. Okay. I really want to have a deep discussion because I'm still struggling with this. 
what the hell is the difference between Tomorrowland and Future World at Epcot? Hmm. I want a clear description of they, like they can't be redundant, right? One's this and one's that. And why is this going in that park and, and, and the other stuff? Like why is Tron in Tomorrowland and Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot? Like there's questions that I really want to know, but but no, as a whole, right. what's what's Tomorrowland and, and what's Future World and how are they different? I mean, I think there's a lot to discuss there. Okay. Um, so that's going to require some research on my end because I don't know much about Future World yeah. at all. Oh. Um, okay. Because uh, we don't even cover Disney World here on the show. But I, I have no problem doing the, doing, the, doing the research. But that's a really good question. Because um, it's a little redundant if you think about it. Just oh, being oh, on, uh, on the surface. Yeah. You know, what would would – you put like would we put something in future world in tomorrowland yeah i think so like what and then you look at tomorrowland in like both tomorrowlands on both coasts are absolute messes <laughs> you know pe- you have people mover tracks abandoned for 20 years yeah. in our tomorrowland yeah mm-hmm. and you have like um and over there you have i don't know um monsters inc laugh floor which is the coolest acronym i'm not even going to say it monsters inc laugh mm-hmm. floor I got you. And then you have, thank you. And then you have, um, like the closed down stitch. <laughs> nice. The clo- closed down stitch attraction, which yeah. is like, okay, well, is this the future? Okay, it's like Monsters <laughs> Inc. Why is Monsters in Tomorrowland? And then you have the whole problem with Buzz Lightyear. I'll save it for the show, but sure. Buzz, yeah. Buzz the toy. He does not belong in, to- in Tomorrowland. Right. And what what were they showing in the theater at, in uh, Tomorrowland be- before they closed? Um, the Star Wars thing. It was after Catholic that. Jedi? It was after that. It was um, they're doing some movie preview there for something. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It, I forget what it was. What was oh, it was it like? Was it like a High School Musical? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. It oh, was depressing. Like what is you this? Know, the only time I was okay with the um, Star Wars, I guess, was okay. Path of the Jedi. Fine. Oh, I was like, I was crying in that. Yeah, I. I... It was, that was that was good. Yeah. But the only time I was okay with like an attraction closing down to run a preview of an upcoming movie was for the Tomorrowland movie. That oh. made perfect sense. It, it to totally did. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah. And then that movie flopped. But anyway, it did flop. Yeah, that's um, another show. That's yeah. a whole another story. Um, right on. Okay, so I know we've taken up a lot of your time tonight. That's almost two hours of Sam Carter's Saturday evening. No man. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Uh, but this has been really fun for me. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, I, I feel like we're friends now. And we can. Uh, yes. And hopefully when things get back to normal um, and we come down, we can grab dinner I hope so. or something. We'll, we'll, have, we'll be legacy pass holders. And, and check yeah. It. <laughs> You'll be legacy pass holders. Um, just real, real quick. Uh <laughs> Uh, are you looking? Did any of those pass holders, those, those proposed annual passes look? You know what? Look I haven't. I, I haven't even had a chance to, to look at it yet. But okay. I, I okay. Have, have some sort of pass. Yeah. So well, I just like figured because you're Sam Carter, you can walk in whenever you want. <laughs> I wish. Oh, really? <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. Well, no. I. I um, well, I can't. Not but, yet. Oh, not okay. Yet. Maybe someday. Yeah. I'm like, okay. That's right. I used to. It was pretty hard to work there for 17 years and be able to do that. Right. And then it, I quit. And then uh, I had to buy an annual pass. That was painful. Oh, yeah. I understand. Well, I don't understand that, but I can understand how that would be bad for it, you. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to paying for that, but I'm used to it now. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what when new versions come out and seeing which one works for me because I do plan on getting one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, I want something that allows me to not have to plan so much. I just want to kind of be a little spontaneous if I can, and I don't know if that's going to be an option. Well, for you, that's great because you're seven miles from the park. For us, we do have to plan because we're yeah. like seven hours away from the park. So wow, yeah, yeah. I know. Wow, how 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 can you even <laughs> live? Yeah, <laughs> it's depressing. Like we see the Matterhorn like off the five, and we're just like, I can't believe Disneyland's just sitting there. It's just so depressing. Oh yeah, that would be rough right now. I would have yeah. a tough time with that right now. Do you ever see like random lights shoot up from there, like at night? Uh, no, it's nothing. Dead. It's deader than dead right it's, now. It's all dark. Um, for the most part, I think they might have been testing some stuff on a uh, Soren, uh, not Soren, on a uh, Screaming. Sorry, Incredicoaster. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might have been testing some stuff there, but. I'm actually more concerned with the animatronics. I, I heard something while I was in Florida because their parks were closed for two months. Yeah. Our our park's probably going to be closed for a year and a half, right? So the animatronics were really busted after two months. Like wow. oil leaking and just not working. Even like Carousel of Progress, I heard that they can't even turn it off because those animatronics are so old. If they turn it off, they won't work again when they turn them on. Oh, wow. They're so cool. From 64, right? Yeah. yeah. So so with ours, think about Pirates and Haunted oh. Mansion. All these animatronics are so ancient. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't think they're running still. I think they've shut them all off. Yeah. And then I have to ask the question, did they lay off all the people that would know how to fix it? Like, I'm sure there's a skeleton, skeleton team there to keep oh. things good. But, like, I'm just yeah. really concerned. When it opens, I think the animatronics are going to have a hard time. Even, like, the Tiki Birds. Give me a break. I think I'm nervous for all the animatronics right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. It's going to take a long time to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Didn't think about that at all. Uh, sad, okay. isn't it? Yeah. It's really sad. It's totally sad. Really, yeah. really Way to sad. end the show on a bummer note. A bummer note. <laughs> yeah. Disney, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll I be just good. want people to get back to work. That's all. That's, oh, yeah. that's the main thing. And that was one of the things that I heard that they just um, asked uh, like about 250 cast members yeah. to come back that's for great. yeah for food and stuff. That, I think that's awesome. Baby step, baby yeah. steps. Yeah. As long as you could do it healthy, you know, stay healthy. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. It yep. Won't get anyone sick. But of course. Um, see Florida being able to operate somewhat efficiently, and I was there for two weeks, talking to 100 people, and I didn't. I, I luckily I'm okay, but yeah. like I'm, I'm I'm lucky. I don't want to I don't want to write off any concerns about the virus. Like it's sure. awful. Yeah. But like it just it's sad to know how many people got laid off mm-hmm. because the parks can't be open. But then I I just spent two weeks at Disney World and it open. Yeah. And everyone's just wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and everyone's wearing it correctly. There's a a message that goes on every five every ten minutes that says, please wear your mask covering your nose and mouth or we're gonna ask you to leave like no they're not messing around right right yeah crazy Mm. crazy times yeah it'll it'll be back it will be back soon yep oh yeah it kind of gives us a new appreciation for it does it don't you think oh oh for sure absolutely yeah absolutely yeah it totally does yeah, I mean, just the videos I've seen, just um, and of course you've experienced it firsthand when you're walking just by the Esplanade in the background, is just going. It, it it gets me. Like, man, okay, yeah. I, I want to go over there into the park and yeah, it's, yeah. it's surreal. Yeah. It's like it's one of the things like you're when you go there and you can see the gates close and it's like daytime. You're just like, 
what happened? You, know, like <laughs> it's, you have to find yourself. Like, is it? Yeah. It just you, you, you're reminded of what a mammoth, of global event we're dealing with. You yeah. know, and like I make sure to take take pictures of my kids in front of Disneyland with their masks and just like, hey, so like they're gonna be growing up and go. Remember when Disneyland closed for a year and a half? Like that's a big deal. It's, yeah, a, um, it's a major deal. Yeah. We used to we used to say like, oh, they've only been closed on when JFK died and 9/11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like <laughs> a year and a half. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy times. But we will celebrate soon down there, man, with you. Yeah. You know, everything's I'd up. be happy to. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I'll be, I'm looking forward to being able to buy some of your art and have you sign it for thank me. You. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'd be happy to. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully uh, we get Wonderground open up here again and we get this, everything moving again over here. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. In fact, I want to buy an extra one that you can sign for our listeners and we'll give it away to someone. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Right on. Yeah, happy to. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Sam. Again, so where where can people find you, listeners? Well, I'm yeah, I'm I'm hanging out on Twitter and Instagram a lot. I'm at Cartar Sauce, um, and then uh, my website samcarterart.com, where I, where I do all my Carter Creative portfolio type work. Uh, but yeah, hit me up. Okay, always down to nerd out with people. Awesome, awesome, dude. And next time we we'll talk, we'll be doing Tomorrowland stuff, and hopefully we'll have some good Disneyland news. Yeah, good, good. Sounds good. Right. Awesome. Hey, thanks, guys. All Have right, a good night. All right, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much for your time. Good night. You're welcome. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, listeners. How cool was that? We spent an extra, extra extended remix time with. Uh, I know. Right? <laughs> it's the uh, extra dance mix with uh, <laughs> Sam Carter. Yeah, we haven't talked to him in in a little while. It was good to catch up. It was very cool yeah. to catch up. I feel like we're just, like I mentioned, as you heard, he feels like he's a friend of ours now. Mm-hmm. We, we can talk, and we'd love to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that, and the next time we go down there, and hopefully we, we can connect with him. Yeah. Um, all right, so just uh, real quick, last time, we are part of the Disney Family Podcast Network, mm-hmm. and they're doing a promotion right now, a special thing where you listen to all the shows within the network. Um, you put together a secret fra- phrase, and we each have a word. Tonight, um, for this episode, our word is 2021. 2021 is our word. Hmm. So it's a part of a sentence or something. You have to more than one word. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, four, it's four digits then. Okay. Okay. Two, zero, two, one. Yeah, two zero two one. Um, we need to talk. We need to talk. All right. <laughs> so um, uh, this is going to wrap up episode twenty six. Uh, One twenty six. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, twenty six was a long time ago, my That's friend. Like hundred episodes. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what to say? Um, I said we were very tired because it's late now. But again, thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Um, it means a lot. And the pre-show group, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll try to do that more often as we're getting stuff set up. We'll have a live feed and yep. to get get our juices flowing here. Um, if you would like to help out with the show, again, you can go to leaveintodaypodcast.com and click on the Patreon link and become a supporter. Um, and then we've got make it we make it easy with our tiers of one dollar five three dollars and five dollars. Also, uh, what go to tpublic.com and, and, and get a shirt. Uh, every all the links are on our page. Uh, follow us on Instagram at leavingtodaypodcast.com. <laughs> um, and then go also check out Sam Carter stuff. 
Yeah. Um, follow him um, on Twitter at at uh, at Cartar Sauce, and then his um, his webpage. We'll we'll put everything on, online for you to check out. Uh, su- super super cool guy, super humble guy. Um, his artwork is is, is fantastic, and mm-hmm. I'm, I can't wait to get some the next time we're down there. And like I said, we're gonna have a little contest. He'll have have personalized one to sign for you guys. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Udi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all of my socials: Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. All H A X G O A L I E hacks goalie. And you can find me on my other podcast show, The Mando Show. Okay, the Mando Show. And then a special quick shout-out again for our newest patrons. Yes, uh, Efren and Christy. Yep, thank you for jumping on and becoming an official member of the LTP family. Yes, your family now. The original. The original. <laughs> Ooh, it's you. Um, so, anyways, yeah, we appreciate you. And you guys want to be part of the cool club? Just go to, just go to Patreon. Um... Yeah, until then, uh, take care. We love you, and adventures out there. See you in the parks. See ya. trying to eat all your food before your sister does now you can eat that this go- god my yeah it's too short baby. it's too short it's too short okay we're back to the news oh yeah okay hold on i gotta drink more okay drink your what are you looking at you are out of control out of control do you need to get that nothing is well very few things are better than a cold beer on a hot day pee now always pee now <laughs> <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> <laughs>